What's up, guys? And thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a great show lined up for you guys today. We got the trailer for Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. We've been waiting for this trailer for a long time, and we finally got it. So I'm excited to see what my guys got, what my guys got to say about the, about the movie now we've gotten our first look. We also got a pretty major casting for a upcoming Disney Plus series. Is a uh, an actress that we've actually talked a lot about on this podcast channel for years. So, um, <laughs> so uh, that's a little teaser there for those who don't know who I'm talking about. That'll be a, a fun little conversation there. And speaking of Disney Plus, a mutant project apparently is in development and it involves one of the more famous and popular mutants of all time, Wolverine. We'll give you guys the latest on those details. Michael Keaton. Finally confirmed for the Flash after the non-committal statements he gave last month. His agency now is saying that he will be part of that movie. So we'll talk about that. New directors for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and a Batwoman recap will we'll, uh, we'll cap off today's show. So a lot to get to, a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Shamari joins me as my co-host, Sham. What's up, dude? And what are you looking forward to talking about today? Hey, EJ. Uh, uh, I am doing well. Glad to be on the show, as always. Uh, glad to be talking superhero stuff with you guys. Um, uh, so, so uh, for this show, I would say I'm probably looking forward to talking about Batwoman. Unfortunately, which we'll get into that later. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to talking about uh, some of this uh, Wolverine speculation or or Marvel superhero speculation. I guess that's more the surprise, but Wolverine speculation. <laughs> I tried to give a tease, man. I tried to give a tease with a Disney Plus project. Tried to get the tease with a mutant project, and Shamari just couldn't couldn't handle it. Guy named Logan. In just case you got all you guys thought it was Jubilee, it's not. It's <laughs> sorry, sorry to break it to all the uh, long shot fans uh, or long star fans, but uh, sorry, it's not 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 happening. Yeah, man, sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but yeah. So I'm, Wolf, I'm looking forward Wolf to Bane, Wolfbane fans. This is not 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 the podcast. Yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to talking about that. Of course, uh, the sooner the X Men are introduced to that. Yeah, uh, Kendall, also on the podcast, as you heard him just yeah. a couple minutes ago. Kendall, what are you looking forward to talking about today? Yeah, I have a lot of... I, I, I'm energized. It's going to be a good show. I, I mean, I think to me, whenever we're talking Marvel, I'm, uh, I, you know, no disrespect to DC. We'll have some DC topics as well, but we have a lot of interesting MCU uh, stuff. I mean, obviously, the, the Shang-Chi trailer is... You know, first of all, shout out to Daniel RPK, because he said the night before it came out that this was coming out. And, you know, I mean, look, he was on the Spider-Man name uh, and that coming out. Um, and he was he was right about this. So, you know, you know, we, we, we talk about Daniel RPK sometimes. We talk about some of his scoops, you know, whether or not they come true. Sometimes they seem a little out there. But this one he he, he hit on. So shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm excited to talk about the Shang-Chi trailer, of course. Uh, and that Amelia Clark casting, I uh, I have another, some questions. Another spoiler for my tease in the open. <laughs> I didn't name <laughs> Amelia Clark, but so so my guys right. are just spoiling my teases. Not I'm not saying it was the greatest ones in the I'm world, but stuff like in the... <laughs> all right. Well, uh, for the the mystery actress, uh, whoever that, <laughs> um, I why I'm a little you know I'm sure there's a lot of excitement out there, um, for this mystery actress. Why I'm a little concerned about this casting. Why. Um, I have some theories about who they could be playing, but if my theories are incorrect, I am massively concerned. 
about this approach from Kevin Feige, who's obviously a legend, who's obviously a Hall of Famer. So I'm uh we'll get to that when we get to that. But you know, uh, you know, uh, I mentioned this to Shamari earlier. You know that I had some interesting takes on this Amelia Clark thing, but uh, we'll 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 touch on that a little bit later in the show. I'm trying to work on my opens and work on my teases for this show, and you guys just blowing it up on me today, man. <laughs> just blowing blowing up my teases. What what, what can I say? Anyway, um, should be a good podcast. No, I say should, should, should be a good podcast. Uh, so it should be a fun conversation here. So let's uh, begin talking about Shang-Chi. So we got the trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And... Uh, this was to me, I thought a pretty solid trailer. Um, the story, pretty much what you probably needed to know. You know, Shang Chi, he was you know brought up in this organization uh, of the Ten Rings as a kid. He's uh, you see him trained as a kid, but you know clearly for whatever reason he hasn't lived up to this potential that they uh, they, they 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 bestowed onto him with the skills that he has as a martial artist. And while He's, you know, a bellhop at a you know, hotel or some other you know, doorman in some building. Clearly, he still has the hands, so to speak, because when it comes down to getting busy, uh, he still clearly uh, shows himself to be a, a, a expert um, a martial artist. And we got some great features in terms of the action. I thought the action sequences in this were pretty good. We got to see our first shot of the Mandarin. We also got to see Aquafina's character, Katie, who I thought had a pretty good moment towards the end of the trailer. Um, a lot to like here. Very curious, uh, Shamari, what do you make of the Shang-Chi trailer we got this week? Uh, I thought it was great. So it was very much a tease. Uh, so it, yeah. they, they say, uh, say it, it is a teaser. We don't get too much, uh, in terms of, you know, big reveals or anything like that. Or, um, you know, you, of course, see there's action, but it's a lot of very, uh, bits and pieces. Uh, so it's definitely a teaser in that regard. Uh, but I like I like the the vibe they're going for. So you, you, of course you see uh, Shang Chi, the main character, going through they kind of go through his life. You see the Mandarin. We get to see the actual Mandarin, not that you know the guy they had in Iron Man three. Okay. Uh, so, you, so you see an act the actual Mandarin, and he's here, and he's not making threats that are not going to be legit in the movie. Um, so he's he's actually here. I'm interested to see what he can do. I feel like we may see that in future trailers. And they see what the Mandarin actually does, and Mandarin versus Shang-Chi, and we may get teases of that fight possibly. So, but um, uh, but yeah. So I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. It looks like there's gonna be a lot of action, a lot of really cool action set pieces. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm 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 here for it. I'm I am definitely invested. Aquafina's character looks like she's, looks like she's gonna be pretty funny. I watched some of her her show Nora from Queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched some of that. It's on Hulu, right? she's yeah, she's very funny. So I, I, I feel like she'll be playing a similar character here. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, so f- all in all, I, I think it looks great. I'm just waiting for the next one now, next trailer. Mm, all right, Kendall, what do you, what do you make of uh, of the trailer we got for Shang Chi? So yeah, I mean Shamari, uh, he makes a good point, obviously about the Mandarin. Um, I really like the the updated Marvel concept where like he's not he's got the ten rings but they're not like all on each finger you know kind of <laughs> little cartoony little goofy you know? yeah, little, yeah. Little. <laughs> yeah. um and obviously when you think about thanos you know in the gems it's kind of it, it's a little too similar i would imagine um sure, yeah so sure. them saying 
you know, we're gonna make them all on his arms and his wrists. You know, I think that that's a that's a nice little Marvel MCU update there. Um, you know, and, and look, I mean, I feel like there were some good. They, like, over, first of all, overall, I love the trailer. I mean, you know, the music. You know, they had, they had Chinese rapper Jackson Wong on the uh, on the on the soundtrack. You know, of this trailer uh, and the, the 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 beat. I mean, is is, is super dope, but. When you talk about what we got from this actual trailer, um, I feel like obviously we talked about the the reports. The initial kind of stuff was that the, that this movie uh, had a story that was going to be like kind of very tournament based, and it was going to be kind of like Mortal Kombat. Was the the interpretation of what we had heard initially. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a lot of that in this trailer. We got maybe a tidbit of you know some fighting, you know, like tournament kind of thing or That's some true. some underground kind of thing. But we didn't get much. Of, we it didn't feel like Mortal Kombat. No. Um, yeah. To me, some of that was good. I, I, it was a little disappointing only because you know when we had first heard it, we thought, oh, this means this, this is perfect for like introducing all these crazy yeah, Iron Man, yeah, Marvel yeah, characters, Charlie, Iron, Iron yeah. Fist, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was like, Iron Man. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know if you're that. So, <laughs> Robert Downey's not walking through that door. This is a Latino <laughs> game. Iron Heart. But yeah, there was all these, all the possibilities for all these different Marvel characters. Right now, and maybe, maybe they're they want to hide that for and not put that stuff in the trailer. But right now, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case, and that's a little disappointing. But doesn't doesn't take away from what the movie will ultimately end up being. Um, what I will say is that the story that we're getting it seems seems like there's some similarities between that and Avatar: The Last Airbender with uh, Prince Zuko and the Fire Nation. You know, I kind of get that kind of vibe with the Mandarin being the Fire Lord. You know, it wasn't like he's banished like Zuko, but like clearly there's some tension there. Wow, so you think they're biting on? They're biting. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mike and Brian. They're biting Mike and Brian <laughs> with Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. I don't know if they're biting, but I mean those are just the, gonna, the similarities start that, suing for, uh, that I see. Gonna start suing the MCU, suing Kevin Feige. Um, <laughs> yeah, first it was first it was Ed Boon, now it's not Mike and Brian. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, to me, like that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's what I see here. Um, and again, that's what, there's there's obviously gonna be massive differences. You know, some of the stuff is just taken from the, from the comics. Maybe Avatar, so from Shang Chi, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and that's—I mean, obviously, I love the Prince Zuko story in, in Avatar. So, I mean, that's not a certainly not an issue if they want to take stuff from that. But yeah, I mean, you know, to me, it looks it looks like it's gonna be a really good. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously it's early, but this was a really good trailer. I can't say whether it's going to be a really good movie, but it, it's a really good trailer. Um, the action obviously looks high level. Um, and like you guys mentioned, the Aquafina character looks good. Um, the Mandarin character looks good. Um, it's just, you know, like you said, it was a teaser. So um, my excitement can only go but so hot right now. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and obviously that... We don't know much about that masked character. I believe uh, his name is supposed to be Death Dealer or something like that. We'll yeah. find out what what his deal is. But um, yeah, 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 pun absolutely intended. <laughs> so yeah, you know that's where I'm at. But yeah, this is. I mean, it was certainly exciting. I mean, we didn't know we would be talking about this last week, and those yeah. are the best stories to me when they come out of nowhere in the stealth. Don't have to worry about watching Jimmy Kimmel or Good Morning America. <laughs> like they just <laughs> drop in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, look, man, the, the minute they decide that, you know, they're done with uh, Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> as a venue to drop uh, 
you know, Marvel trailer, I will be a happy man. Because, again, I, I still can't get over the... the or Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Fallon or anybody. All the people, all them night, nighttime, <laughs> nighttime hosts who I wasted, you know, 40, 50 minutes watching thinking I was going to get something and get being disappointed. You know, that, definitely don't need that to happen ever again. No, I thought this. I thought this looked great. I mean, I think that you know, again, Marvel, you know, you know, one of their, uh, one of the they get is that you know their movies are kind of formulaic and the same old, same old, and um, you know, here we're clearly getting something more, you know, different than what we got from them. You know, we haven't gotten a a kung fu style movie from uh, Marvel, and I think the way they're uh, introducing this character, I, I like so far. I think that him being the Mandarin's son is uh, interesting. I kind of want to see where that goes. It certainly makes sense, I think, in terms of like why he would be as nice as he is in terms of like a martial artist. Um, but I, you know, it's, I, I I wasn't necessarily expecting that. I'm not as sure if I'm as crazy about the Ten Rings being like on the farm. Like I don't know. Like, I, I mean, putting ten rings on your actual fingers seems a little, I guess, ridiculous and and yeah, definitely definitely impractical in twenty twenty one. But uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I I kind of feel like I, that's what I was expecting again. So like I I didn't. So the the one on the forearm, I gotta see how that looks. I mean, that looks kind of like you know to put five rings on your forearm also seems like uh you know a lot too. So we'll see. I guess um, how that works out. But no, I, I loved it. The, the 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 differences and the colors and and the and 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 the stuff they did that was non green screen stuff that was green screen. I think it all looked pretty solid. Um, there was a little more wire work than I probably would have expected. I kind of was hoping this would probably be a little more grounded. Um, but but these are all nitpicks. I mean, I think a lot of this trailer was really was really great, and I, I'm really. Uh, looking forward to this uh, to this movie. I think there's one thing I think I want to see probably is probably a little more of you know Shang Chi's like personality. I think a lot of this trailer focused more on the action and in fact I think we got more of the Mandarin and Aquafina's character Katie's personality than even Shang Chi I would argue. So that's probably yeah. you know that's so I probably want to see a little bit more of his personality. Clearly, again, he's a long ways away from. His upbringing, you know, he's again, he's a he's you know working as a doorman or, uh, or you know uh, you know valet. Or, uh, valet, yeah, that's probably more better yeah. thing. He's working valet, <laughs> and you know he's doing he's he's going to you know uh, do karaoke. He's doing karaoke at night. I mean, clearly, you know, he's living kind of the very you know average man kind of life. But uh, but I think maybe seeing a little bit more of that that personality, I would have liked to have seen a little bit. But this was good. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited for. It. I I can't wait to see. And I definitely feel like. Um, like, like Katie, like I wasn't sure how I'd feel about Aquafina's insertion, but I feel like this is going to be a movie where a lot of the characters take themselves very seriously. So you're definitely going to need somebody to kind of like bring some levity to it, and it seems like she'll definitely be able to play that role. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we'll see what the deal is, what her with her character. You know, is there a second shooting drop? Right. You know, is she? You know, uh, you know, I, I know our has a theory that she might be a a, a ten ring spy, right. um, you know, uh, which is possible. You know, because um, sometimes you have those characters, and it's like, what's what's the inclusion? Why why is your character included? You know, um, from a story perspective, and so we'll we'll, we'll have to figure that out. Uh, we know uh, Shang Chi's sister is going to play a role in this as well. 
Yeah. We'll see what that is. Um, you know, that, that, that's, what's going to be interesting to me about building this movie is that like, um, you know, similar, similar to, Oh, well beyond that, I also had a, a, an interesting point that I wanted to bring up was that mm-hmm. when it comes to this movie and this trailer, this might be the first Marvel movie and Marvel like rollout that feels maybe not the first, you could argue maybe guardians, but mm-hmm. outside of maybe Guardians, like this to me feels like the first that doesn't really I won't say it doesn't feel like Marvel, but there's nothing in it that tells you it's Marvel. Like you watch that, that trailer I agree. and the average could, person without yeah. the Marvel Studios thing just thinks it's a Kung Fu movie. That could have been yeah, um, that could have been any that could have been any studios movie, one hundred percent. Yeah, any studios movie. You know? And like it's an interesting it's I mean it's an interesting thing. But I, I just wonder what are going to be the Marvel tie-ins. Yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah, tie-ins. You didn't see Iron Man show up. You didn't yeah, see Iron Man. Like, Black Panther see, uh... was similar as well. But at least Black Panther 1, we had seen Black Panther in Civil War. So right. That's, that's the problem. Yeah, you've already... Yeah. You, they have introduced this character already. Yeah, they've introduced him. You got Claw, who's obviously in the trailer. You know, that's right. the guy from Voltron. Like, it's clearly MCU. It's clearly Marvel. Nothing about this. They didn't show the Mandarin from Iron Man 3 and say, Oh, you thought the Ten Rings didn't exist? Yeah. You thought it was fake or something like they? It was this was just Shang Chi, so that's going to be interesting to see like how does that carry into the actual movie? The only thing that that and this was buzzing around online. Apparently, some vendor, street vendor from oh, yeah, Spider Man yeah. Homecoming. We are, is that? Do we think that that was intentional or that like oh they just went and accidentally hired the same they guy? Hired the same guy. I think it was a mistake because this this movie is set in California. Yeah, yeah in California. <laughs> the movie set in New York. Would have told me he was an Ant Man. I'll be like, all right. So that's in San Fran. I'm like, all right. You can, you maybe can maybe that's a pack up. Maybe. I mean, to be up. fair, I mean, I think the probably. I feel like of all the places, like the New York to San Fran transplant is probably a very real thing. That probably happens <laughs> a lot. You know what I'm saying? But still, like it was kind of. I, I don't think that we're supposed to assume that's the same person though. And now I think Marvel will probably tell you it is just to keep right. them off people, get them off your back, or they get us off their back. That the, the, the I, I will know that. I thought that was a little bit lazy. That that. And the guy shows up in the trailer. Like, see, I think they, I, I feel like they had to have known just because, like, and I don't the guy thought we care. I got filmography. Like, he's probably like, yo, I was in Spider Man Homecoming. It's like, oh, right. so you know, you're cut. You know, like <laughs> that. That's what it comes down to. But um, yeah, I don't think they thought we care. You know, it, yeah, no, exactly. who cares? You know, we'll just end if it ever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not the. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. But I mean, it does it, it, anybody could? It seems it feels like anybody here got the role that he got I, in this I, movie. I even noticed. I was like, "Wow, people remember him." <laughs> people were like, well, "That's the guy from Spider-Man." Yeah, like, it was such a distinct. What? It was such a distinct moment, I guess, in Spider-Man, where he's like, "Hey, you're the Spider guy, whatever." Yeah, do a flip. Yeah, yeah, do a flip. So if he like hadn't, <laughs> if he didn't have any lines. I don't think people. I think there's probably extras in these movies that like probably have been in multiple movies that we never noticed. That's but, probably yeah. just, you know, um, because he had a line, people, you know, yeah. people that have seen Spider-Man Homecoming a million times, you're probably, yeah. Yeah. But, but definitely yeah. no no shout out to the, what, to the, uh, to the websites and the trades that were like, oh, check out this Spider-Man Homecoming uh, a cameo in, in the Shang-Chi oh, yeah. trail. Oh. I'm like, yo, who is that? And then I look at him like, this clown, like, I don't care yeah. about this. Get yeah. that clickbait, man. Come on. Y'all, y'all was better than that. I'm not going to name names, but. Um. But yeah, the, I mean, honestly, yeah, people are scrapping in this trailer. It's good to say there's gonna be oh, a yeah. lot of there is there is a lot of action. Uh, a little there was a lot of, uh, and this is gonna be ironic coming from a Snyder guy. A, little, a lot of slow mo. 
right? <laughs> Where I'm like, in a kung fu movie, I want to see the kung fu. Right. right. Play it, and I want to see them. <laughs> I want to see that 100% full speed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, you know. I agree with you, EJ. There's definitely a lot of wire work, but yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. So you, I, you the slow the slow mo was more annoying than the than the wire work. Yeah, there's a lot of slow mo for for a kung fu movie. I, I'm not used to slow mo in kung fu movies. Right. So, and I like kung fu movies. Yeah. So that's so I, that's very new to me. So I'm hoping that there's not a whole lot of that. I'm hoping maybe it's just maybe a couple of scenes, or you know, one or two scenes here and there is a crazy moment. It's like, oh wow. But like, I hope they don't overuse that because that can really take away from from the you know really masterful work of these stuntmen and these people you know doing the actual action in the movie. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, um, I, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, the slow-mo shots we got were basically the ones we'll see, mostly. But, yeah, I mean, that scene where they're, uh, he's fighting the dude with the mask in those purple lights, that looks like yep. this is going to be a killer scene. Like, I cannot, oh. like, I cannot wait for that scene. That's the scene I'm probably most looking forward to, of all <laughs> the, the shots that I've seen from this trailer. The bus scene right. looks great, but I think we probably saw a lot of the craziest things from that scene um are any concerns about the the not concerns but any questions about that marvel the lack uh, of marvel i don't uh, so i I mean it doesn't concern me because like i i i I mean just in terms of just like viewing experience i I, change shang chi is is like the most non-marvel hero that they're, they're doing you know like he's the least like familiar, and I don't mean familiar in terms of like popularity. I mean familiar in regards to like what we think of as superheroes of right. any of these shows, of any of these any of these characters. So I thought it would have looked goofy if he was like wearing a cape and like looked like a superhero, like in a in a more traditional way, especially in an introduction movie, which you know is an origin story. Like it would have made more sense, I think, for him to for this to look more like this. Will it hurt them? Uh, I don't know. I think that there's a well. Well, unfortunately, again, we're in a pandemic. We don't know anything about this being on Disney Plus or anything like that. Um, so that's kind of TBD for me. It's like I don't know what to like. What's a success in a pandemic if this movie does come out in theaters? I couldn't tell you. Like I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like it's like this is kind of like a weird period. In fact, this might be, in some ways, this might be a great thing. That this is gonna be the best time to experiment and just do like things you would never do before. You can't obviously yeah. you don't have the foresight of knowing you'd be in a pandemic, but whatever risks you may have, putting this you know on a, as a major, I think it was supposed to be originally May uh, date, like that kind of all escapes because of the fact that we're in a pandemic and things are all off kilter anyway. And nobody's really making money. It's a very weird time, but it yeah. is it will be noteworthy. It, it will be. I think that's why uh, the the marketing campaign for this is going to be super important. Like they're gonna have to really drill in people's heads. This is a Marvel project. You need to pay attention. And how do you do that? Like I think just the TV ad just gotta be crazy. I mean, right. and to be honest, people are out. Like I mean, look, let's keep it a hundred. Like it's people are getting vaccinated. Um, people are. I spent a little bit of time in New York City today. I mean, people are people are out. Like you know, you can right. put it. You can put it on buses. You can put it in, on 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 a billboard. You know, it's not the same. It's not like it was last last April. And you know, New York City and a lot of these cities were ghost town. You know, people right. are out and about, they're going to the parks. So you can you can market it. It's just you know, you gotta be right. aggressive. Putting it out there, but like how do you put it out there and make you make people know like this isn't just 
uh, your average martial arts movie. Like, this is going to be, this is going to connect to Spider-Man. It's going to connect to Iron Man. We think, as far as we know, we think Iron Man is going to be the closest connection to this movie because of the Ten Rings aspect. Um, I mean, I, I suspect that maybe there's a second trailer that does some of that work. But again, I don't, I just don't know in terms of, I don't, I don't, in terms of being authentic to what this movie is, I hope, going to be and what it's supposed to be. I don't know if you worry as much about that. Yeah. Right. Like I did, like I, I would compare this to um I don't know, maybe to Doctor Strange. You know, Doctor Strange didn't really that's true. Doctor they didn't, they didn't do that as well. You know, they they advertise it kind of as a you know mystical kind yeah. of kind of yeah. trippy kind of movie. But like the only way that. the only way you think that, that was Marvel is because he's wearing a cape. Like, yeah, that's that, right, that's right, the only right. thing, and they put they, Marvel yeah. Studios. But outside of that, I mean, that's really it. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going because it looks like an, Doctor like Strange, a, yeah. yeah, Doctor Strange and Ben Cumberbatch, and he's a name, right? right. So he's a name that you know. Simu Lu, uh, not as much. So right. definitely not. Um, I'm thinking a second trailer, and maybe, maybe we get some more shots of him in his actual costume because that poster they released is fire. Also, great maybe poster. We get more, yeah, yeah. So maybe we get more action shots of him actually as. You know, the hero. fully realized hero, the master of kung fu. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. Then, then, you know, we actually we actually see him in that form, and I, I think that that'll probably be appealing to a lot of people. By the way, that I mean Kendall just mentioned. I mean, for if you do a sequel, I mean, you don't have to even think about another name. You have the name for the movie right there. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm cool. sure there are a lot of people that thought that that was that's what the title was going to be. And they, and they well, it's great. I mean, they came up with another good title, like Shang Chi and the yeah. Ten Rings is great. Um, yeah. And now it's like great. So now we save, you know, uh, the, the trailer that uh, the name that a lot of people would expect for the next sequel because we know Marvel or, doesn't like to like to do as much to you know, seek Shang Chi two. You know, Shang Chi two, uh, the Return of Iron Fist. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Double, I hope double. There, there, there shouldn't be any return of Iron Fist. Whatever Iron Fist we get has got to be new. I'm more like for Iron Fist. The introduction of Iron Fist, right? <laughs> yes, yes. The introduction, the beginning of Iron Fist. Anything, but not anything not looking back to what we got from uh, Iron Fist. Uh, but no, nah, it was a good trailer, man. I'm looking forward to the movie. It comes out in September. Again, right now, it's all only theaters, uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, there's a chance it may stay in, in only theaters, to be honest. Like, I don't know. It's... Very there kind of unclear. You know, I'm dreading that, but you know, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be in theaters. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's looking like. That's what it's looking yeah, like. I mean, it'll look better at that point. Yeah, if that's the case, I mean, you know, I, I'll be vaccinated. Like, I, you know, I'll just go. You know, I, right, I try right. to go. I'm trying to try to go at a really off time. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. early in the morning, late at night. You know? Yeah, yeah, you know, ten o'clock, ten ten a.m. show or you know, a right. midnight showing, and get in and get out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, good trailer, man. September, we'll all be uh keeping our eyes out for that. But moving on to another show we got today. So uh, Shang Chi, excuse me, not Shang Chi. Uh, uh Secret Invasion, uh, Marvel Disney Plus project. Um, we came up with a really uh, a pretty big cast. Uh, featured in that movie, um, excuse me, in that in that Disney Plus series, Amelia Clark, of course, played Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones. Uh, I said about how we talked about her a lot in the Sear channel because she we did a Game of Thrones podcast, Throne Tales podcast. If you ever want to jump on that pod, on that show, you can always look, uh, go back and watch those old episodes. But um, and but yeah, I mean, this was 
Wait, what did you say? No, and the Imperial broadcast. Had a lot of Amelia Clark talk. Uh, that is true too. In solo, yep. Yes. That is true. Yeah. So so she's besides I mean, I don't think we've ever had a conversation about Amelia Clark on uh, sports talk kind of, but she may be the only one of the only figures to make uh big appearances in all these uh shows that are formed on the new generation network, you know? Yes. Like like we consider I don't think anyone else has showed up on three channels in a profound way, but here we are. So no word yet on exactly who she will be playing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she adds to the cast that already is uh, starting to become star-studded. So Kendall said that he, he had a, a kind of a different take on this than most in terms of not being necessarily as excited about this and being concerned. Yeah. So I'm very curious to hear what Kendall has to say and why, why he's concerned. Um, so look, I mean, on the surface, you get uh, Amelia Clark and Secret Invasion – that seems like a win. That seems like a plus. Um, I mean, I liked this. Um, and this, I mean, the Secret of Ages, they get starting to come along. You know, and this is a big get. You know, this is an A-list. You know, maybe not A-list in terms of, like, everybody, but, like, A-list kind of active name. You know, <laughs> like, someone who's, like, actively making movies and TVs is as close to an A-list or a B-list action as you can get. Um, so it seems cool, but to me, like I mentioned to Shamari, I mean, look, I... I don't say I kind of don't care about who she's playing. You know, like I'm not in the I'm not in the the guessing game. I, I have guesses that I'll, I'll I'll put out there, but because I mean, when you hear anybody who's going to be in a secret invasion, they just casted someone else, I believe too. I forgot her name. Um, but like, you assume any all these people, you know, like Ben uh Ben Adir, you know, you assume that uh Ben Kingsley Adir or Kingsley Ben Adir, you uh, you assume that he's going to be a scroll. You know, we talked about all these super scrolls. He's going to play another scroll. Like, who is he? Amelia Clark is kind of the same thing. She's probably just going to be some scroll. That's about the only guess you can do. And to me, I wonder if you're taking off, if you're Kevin Feige, you're taking off a major actress and you're, you're taking her off the board. You've just acquired Fox. You have all these X Men properties that you that you may want to do. You have all these Fantastic Four. Um, you got all these characters, you, you know, you got a better relationship with the Spider-Man crew. Like, there's plenty of characters that Amelia Clark could play. And so if she ends up just being a scroll. I feel like that's a waste of a, of, of a very talent. Well, we, I mean, well, the question goes, I mean, do we think that she's only going to be a scroll? So that that's that's my hope, is that she's not a scroll, And that if she's not a scroll, I told you tomorrow, look, I have some guesses. And, you know, one of them is going to be somebody that I'm sure people aren't going to be happy about. So a certain group of people aren't going to be happy about. But we think about Secret Invasion, and we know Nick Fury's going to be in it. You know, we know, we assume that Sword may play a role, or something similar will play a role. Is she playing Quake? Is she playing mm-hmm. Johnson? Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously Chloe Bennett, you know, is, you know, right now she's she's playing uh, Blossom, you know, in the Powerpuff Girl. She's not doing anything Marvel-related as far as we can, as far as we know. She, she's not going to be in Secret Invasion. Um, Amelia Clark would be a massive upgrade in terms of just like name, you know. Uh, doesn't have the doesn't have the history uh, of the character, but Marvel may prefer that if they're not too keen on continuing the Agents of Shield thing. Um, I personally would prefer it to be Chloe Bennett just from a like continuity standpoint, but because I like Agents of Shield. But if you don't watch Agents of Shield, then you don't care. You know, you're like oh, Amelia Clark. You know, certainly more recognizable than Clay Bennett. The other person, if it's not a scroll uh, that I would throw out there, would be is it Jessica Drew? Is it mm. Spider Woman? 
you know, if she's not Spider-Woman, but she's Jessica Drew, that would be the other, you would, the other person. Yeah. Or, you know, and then you could throw a Mockingbird. Like, any of those three, I would prefer those. The first two I mentioned, Mockingbird, uh, the, now you're going down a peg a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, though, that would be what I'm, that would be what I, where I, my head's at. Where it's like, she's playing Jessica Drew, then, or any kind of major Marvel character, I'm fine with it. But I'm assuming right now she's playing a Skrull. Or 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 a Cree or some sort of alien, and I don't think it's like a gas person. I think I think she, you'd be much better off leaving her off the board until you're ready to cast for Rogue. You're ready to. You, you want you, you want her. You think she should be? She thinks she should be held to be a legacy character. Oh yeah, bigger, more recognizable Marvel character. Okay, hey, Shawn, do you do you buy uh, Kendall's concerns there? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as concerned as Kendall. Uh, so I mean, I'm Amelia Clark is signed on to this role it means that she thinks she can play the role. It means she's comfortable playing the role. She thinks it's a role that's not beneath her. <laughs> you know, it's not <laughs> right. I mean, you know, just your scroll number twenty six in the background. <laughs> you know, she that, like we know she has to be playing a major character, right? right? So we know that. You know, we know she's not scroll number three. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, in scene twenty six or whatever, like she's playing. Yeah, she, she's way too, she's way too expensive to be to be playing yeah, that kind of character. To just be playing a scroll, like the like the lady, the air, quote unquote aerospace engineer in Wandavision. Like she's not going to be playing a role like that. You know, like like yeah. she's going to be playing. Yeah, you know, like she's going to be playing like a significant role in this movie. So she doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, one of the like you know one of the Avengers. You know, like I I would be okay if she were. Uh, I feel like she's going to be playing someone that is notable, even if it's not like a hero, maybe even someone from the comics or someone that we know is secret invasion. So it's, you know, it's really is a mystery. I wouldn't be shocked if she were playing a hero. Jessica Drew, uh, I, I kind of hope it's not Quake. I, I'm just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., man. I just, Chloe Bennett is Quake to me. So I hope if they do decide to really introduce a Quake, it needs to either be Chloe Bennett or it needs to be years from now, like several years from now. When Chloe Bennett is like, you know, like long, like retired. So that's why I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I'm not worried. You know, I'm, I'm not too concerned. I, I'm, I think this is a good pickup. I think Secret Invasion is probably a good, you know, kickoff point if this is a kickoff point for her. Um, you know, and I feel like there are a lot of other actresses and, and people who can play other bigger roles. And if they didn't have a role for her at the, at the moment, but they thought that fit her uh, really well. Then you know I think they made a good decision in pulling the trigger. Yeah, I mean I, I'm not I I think I side with Champion. I'm not I'm not too concerned about Amelia's character not being, uh, just just not being up to snuff for you know where her place is in Hollywood and the kind of talent she has. I feel like um, if she's signing on to do a project like this, you know, again it's not a movie, it's a, it's a TV series though. Obviously, she got famous from doing a TV series. She's signing up for something like that. I feel like it's going to be big. I feel like it's going to be something that's going to be, uh, something that's that's not going to be just like a, a throwaway character. Like Shmarin said, I can't see you know scrolling with three being Amelia Clark. The question becomes, if she is a scroll, you know, does that scroll become somebody that is noteworthy? So when you bring up someone like a Jessica Drew, you know Jessica Drew's character or the Varanki Queen Varanki character in the Super Invasion comic is is like the main character of the story, essentially. Um, this is not someone that was a mainstream character in the MCU at all, but this this uh, character taking on 
the Jessica Drew Spider Woman mantle, joining the the new Avengers and being a part of the team and being kind of very much in the center of all the stuff that was going on, allowing for all the the tea leaves to be set in place for them to eventually make their invasion and try to take over Earth. Uh, Amelia certainly could be playing someone like that. I think a lot of the uh, people on on you know on the on Twitter and on social media are speculating a character like that could be. Good. I agree. I think that if, if she was quick, I think that that would anger a lot of people. And I'll be honest, it, it's like I could see in, in one in one sense, I could see Feige being like, "Who could I cast that would like make the people like not as mad?" And right, Emilia Clark would probably be, would probably be very high on that list, considering one, she seems to just be kind of. <laughs> I say this without bias. She seems to just kind of just be a pretty delightful person. Like it's kind of hard to like really hate on her just as an actress and um and as a talent and so talking about like fan we already know that she's that that she's uh a likable figure based off of the gamera conversation when people right yeah as soon as it, yeah, as soon as it became who do we replace here an unlikable character with an unlikable talent with it was we they she was the one that was the the uh yin to that yang in that regard it was amelia clark was who people thought about so you're right that's a that's 100 percent a dichotomy there that maybe Marvel would think about if they wanted to uh, recast Daisy Johnson. Also, she has a way bigger fan base than, than Chloe Bennett. It's no disrespect to Chloe Bennett. I love Chloe Bennett to, to you know to the ends of the earth. She's a great actress, but you know there's levels to this, as we say in hip hop and or anything. And, and to me, Amelia Clark, obviously, so you could kind of drown out really kind of any of any concerns about the Agents of Shield crew by putting on someone like Amelia Clark in that kind of role. Uh, but I think it's more likely it's it's scroll related. But I, again, I think that this is not going to be like just some scroll that nobody cares about. I think there's a chance it will be someone big. And if they do do Jessica Drew, what will be interesting about that would be you'll have because uh, remember Sony is still going forward with just a Jessica Drew movie or some kind of Jessica Drew project movie TV show whatever. That's as far I yeah. Mean, she could assuming, right because who's playing yeah. who's to who's directing it or something like that. Uh, um, I don't remember the last time we've talked we, about. We talked about they had they they have a director or they have a they have a producer like an actress or oh, Olivia Olivia Wilde Olivia yeah, Wilde Wilde doing it. Yeah, so Olivia Wilde is is leading that project. So you have so they're gonna do it. So my thing is you could have Amelia Clark be this squirrel, but then she could also then be the Spider Woman. You know, moving forward. So, Absolutely. so I think that's I think that's the hope for a lot of people is that she can just stay in that role and then be and that you know we want to talk about acting chops. I mean that would be interesting. You'll be playing like the real version of the person that you were playing in the last movie. Like that would be, would, would present quite a you know uh, uh, interesting kind of uh, but is she but challenge is that too? And this is the inherent problem with some of the inherent problems with like secret invasion being secret invasion. And like us knowing that it's secret invasion, like so many issues with it. But like now, if you're putting Jessica Drew in it, are we instantly like, all right, so she's a scroll? We already know. Um, when we gonna get to the when we gonna get to the reveal, and if she's not a scroll, then it's like you know, then people have been watching this whole time. Assuming, like I don't know, like I feel like that's that's a bit of a problem. If, I mean, we have to. See I mean, how I feel like, like, like go ahead, sure. I feel like to an extent we have to see how it's executed. Yeah, you have to see how it's executed. Because I, I, even with the Infinity Saga, like, we knew Thanos was getting all the stones. Like, right. we knew it was going to happen. You know, you, right. it has to happen. 
That's right. We knew like, Vision. Would, we knew Vision that, that Mind Stone was going to Thanos. We knew Thanos was going to take Vision. We're going to grab it right out of his head. We knew it was gonna. We knew it was gonna happen just like that. We knew he was just gonna take the Mind Stone <laughs> from Vision, and there was nothing that was gonna be done about it. I mean, we didn't know how it was gonna end. Right. The Secret Invasion. I don't really know how it's gonna end necessarily. Right. 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 Um, but we have to see how it's executed. There's still, a lot of people in the audience that don't know what is going to happen with Secret Invasion. <laughs> but as we've seen with, like, WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, they don't know by episode one, they'll know by episode two. Like, with, like, all the Mephisto stuff. That ended up not any of that be, even being a thing. Like, Mephisto became a main, uh, an A-list Marvel villain <laughs> throughout WandaVision without even being in the show. <laughs> Just because people were throwing out all the theories or whatever. Like... <laughs> I I personally have my we I mean we've talked about this before like, I have my concerns with Secret Rage. I think we all to a degree have some sort of level of concern right. but like this even if you told me she's playing Jessica Drew that is exciting but it, to me it doesn't it doesn't it, it's, it's exciting just cause like I mean well Jessica Drew like they haven't told us that but if she is in it that's great but then it's then it becomes like I'm still I'm still concerned about like the execution of Secret Invasion. You know, I would almost prefer like maybe we don't know who she's playing throughout the whole thing. And then you find out by the end she's Jessica Drew or something like that. I, I don't know. Like there's there are ways I'm sure well, I trust Kevin Feige. Like I said, he's a Hall of Fame producer and all time. Mm-hmm. I and mean, what this shows me also is that Kevin Feige at this point he's reached that level in Hollywood where he can get anybody. Like I think there's Oh yeah. Almost no I mean, that, off the board, which is why he's also part of the reason why he may feel comfortable. You're saying, look, Amelia Clark, she's not number one on our list of our of our top ten actresses ranking. So, like, if she is just playing a scroll, he may not he may not care because he may feel like we already have somebody lined up to play role. We already have somebody lined up to play Emma Frost to play Jean Grey, Grey. Like, you know, Stu Storm. Like, he may not care. He may not care, but because because he can get anybody, but. Even then, like even if it is a Jessica Drew or an A-lister or a major Marvel character, um, this just shows you that you know there is pretty much nobody that he can he can uh, he can get to play a Marvel character at this point. Yeah, I mean, at this, I think with Feige at this point, it's one of the things where it's almost like a you know people are probably calling on his door. Yes, calling on his phone. And yeah, agents are almost certainly all over. Yeah, and it's one of the things where it's not a you know it's a we'll call you, not don't call us kind of thing with him. Yeah, a, you know. Everybody wants to be part of these Marvel projects because the money is so guaranteed, and you know you have a ten-year span of work. You know, like think about that. I mean, if you're an actor and you're just trying to, you know, continue to make your living, continue to work, and you're part of a franchise that spans, you know, ten years with certain storylines, like that's the that's the job you want to get to. So, sure. so for him, you know, I don't think there's really much concern about being able to acquire talent. It's probably just acquiring the right talent for the right role. And to me, Clark is kind of one of those people where I don't, I just don't see you kind of just, just being kind of a throwaway. I don't, you know. The only way I see that is if there's something that Amelia doesn't want to do something that's going to be a 10-year thing. Like, you know, Amelia may be one of those people where you see you consider, hey, she can kind of get work anywhere. So maybe she's, you know, she doesn't want the commitment of being a character that's in a show and then six movies in the future. Like, you know, like, that might not be what she wants. Um so if that's the case, then that maybe you say, okay, well, look, you know, we really want to beef up this show, so maybe it won't. Maybe it is like you know a scroll, you know, some a major scroll in the scroll empire, and they made it not the most well known character, but Billy Clark playing it certainly elevates them, and maybe that elevates your show. You know, it's 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 really 
tough to say. But, I mean, when it comes to the billing of this cast, I mean, she's, like, number two. In terms of, like, famous people? Yes. And, yep. and that's not saying, that, that's saying a lot, because they're, it's a pretty big cast. Yes. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, but she immediately uh, uh, jumps into the top two with Sam Hill Jackson. So, it, with, with that being the case, like, I find, again, I find it hard to believe that she's playing just a nobody. I'm like, she's the second biggest actress in the movie. And then there's a show. Like, she's playing somebody. It's I don't know who scroll, it is. The only thing that kind of tempers my... I mean, look, unless you're playing Super Scroll, like, that's another possibility. I mean, we assume... We've heard that King Lee Bennett yeah. here is playing the main villain. We assume that might be a version of Super Scroll. I mean, all even all this is, like, Super Scroll. We don't have the shit out before yet. But regardless... Like, it, I mean, maybe that's maybe that's that's who she's playing, or that's. Um, but even then, if she's playing a scroll, which again, that to me, that's the leading that's the leading theory that she's playing some version of a scroll. Maybe she's Jessica Drew in a scroll. Maybe she's, uh, you know, someone else in a scroll. But you know, the show called Secret Invasion. I'm just gonna assume everybody's a scroll. That's not Nick Fury. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I I'm hoping I'm wrong. Hoping I'm wrong. But if she is a scroll, mm-hmm. to me, that's a disappointment. I mean, I mean, I think we'll see. Um, even I just don't I mean again. If she's playing the scroll queen, that is not a disappointment to me. But that's that's yeah. That's yeah. because of my thing with the show. I mean, she's playing Varanki. That's not a disappointment. That's a major. That's I mean, it depends on how you use yeah, her. Yeah, you to told me that's who she was playing. Right, right. Like, like okay, well, that character then turns into Spider Woman, or she could turn to anybody. I mean, we're saying Spider Woman, but the one thing I will say is Marvel tends to you know what do we seen them do with all these series is or show or movies they take. A title, a name, and a theme, and they kind of just remix it to be whatever. So, who's Xavier Ranky isn't some other Marvel female superhero like that that shapeshifts into that she shapeshifts into? Right. You say she's not like you said a mockingbird or anybody. Like again, it could literally be anybody. Electra, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot that they could do. So, and the only reason why I also hold on the whole like is she playing Spider Woman? Is I just feel like. I feel like there's no way we wouldn't know that because of Sony's involvement. That's a good point. Like, I feel like... I just feel like whenever we know who's, who's playing Spider-Man, I feel like we're going to know. Like, they're just going to, like... Not that they're going to announce it, per se, but I think that whenever they give it to the trades, it's going to be, like... It's, not some, gonna be I, it's going to be a nasty. It's going to be... It's not going to be... Somebody's been cast for a Marvel project. We don't know what they're doing. I think it's going to be... This person is Jessica Drew. I don't think it's going to be revealed like this. So, so I don't know... She could definitely be playing uh, a Scarlet Queen, but I don't know if she's playing Jessica Drew. Like whoever that Scarlet Queen is, may not be Jessica Drew. It could be some other Marvel character, right? So we'll see. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll see on that. Um, but nonetheless, man, it's a it's a big casting. So, so again, you get someone whatever you tap into the Game of Thrones, and now this is the third uh, Game of Thrones actor they've. Uh, they acquired here. Uh, two of them are in the Eternals, and now we have Amelia yeah. Clark. So, so, so Look, far, man, I, it feels uh, like what's McCall? For you forgot his name, but uh, short dude. Who's short dude? Uh, he was in Thor. Or who's that? Or oh, Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Thor. You're right. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Dinklage. You called him short dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I assume that you guys would know what I'm talking about when it comes to Game of Thrones. But yeah, Peter Dinklage. No, no uh, disrespect. Yeah. Peter Dinklage. All right. Yes, Peter Dinklage. Yes. So, right. So, 
for now Game of Thrones alumni in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But um, let's move on. Let's talk about this uh, this other project. Again, another spoiler we had here on the show, the Wolverine Anthology Series. So this comes from that hashtag show. They say they got word that there's um, early development to do a, a series on Disney Plus that would be an anthology of Wolverine's life. So we don't know who the Wolverine casting is. We don't know um, how this would relate directly to the X-Men or the plan to, for how it would relate to the X-Men. But what we do know is, as they said, that they would think of it as kind of like an American horror story type of season-long plot that spans multiple time periods. Obviously, Logan and his healing factor and how old he is would definitely make him conducive to doing a series like that because you could you could literally go back to the 19th century to do uh, you know stuff involving uh, Logan's character. So I'll give this one to Sham here. What do you think of this idea? Uh, and do you buy that this is happening, that we have an early development series from Disney Plus that's uh, a Wolverine anthology series? Um, I don't buy that this is happening just yet. I, I think it may wow. be um, something being discussed. I think it's possible. Uh, do, they, they, do I think that they decided on this and, and, and you know, uh, they, like they, that they're really dead set on this? No. Um, I do not. We don't have... I think Feige has an idea how, of how he wants to introduce the mutants, but in the X-Men in particular, I don't think he's set on a Wolverine show just yet. I, 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 I feel like that would, wouldn't... I feel like he wouldn't determine that until later. If he is set on that, I would want him to be focusing more on the X Men. I'd be like, all right, let's get let's get the X Men introduced, or let's get you know mutants introduced before we talk about a Wolverine anthology. So that's just that's just how I kind of want this to, to. I want it to be a gradual build, you know, just throw us into a Wolverine anthology. So um, so I I I'm. At the very least, I'm extremely skeptical of this story, just in terms of, in terms of you know what what this being quote unquote in development means. I think the idea may be floating around. I'm not saying it's not, but I don't think that they're set on this. And for the idea itself, I think it sounds interesting. Um, it would depend on a lot. I mean, we don't know who Wolverine is, um, so. I mean, I guess the you know the character that I guess the kind of Wolverine they're going for. We haven't seen what this Wolverine is is, is like. Um. So, I mean, but just on the face of it, it seems it seems interesting. Uh, it, it definitely seems like an interesting premise. I I would say I I like Wolverine the most when he is, um, when he is fighting with the X Men and against the Brotherhood. Um. Or I suppose uh, uh, like either the Sentinels or you know the. I love uh, when he's fighting Magneto. <laughs> that, or, that doesn't use the end well for him. <laughs> yeah, or you know uh, whatever uh, Striker or Strikers right. guys, you know, fighting guys like that. You know, I don't. I'm, that's the kind of stuff I prefer. Or they, or they, you know, was the doctor's name from uh, Logan, the doctor, uh, 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 evil doctor guy. Right, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, guy from Logan, the evil the bad guy. Um but uh but yeah, so so that's the that's the kind of stuff I prefer. 
Logan going way back in the past, I mean, he could still be fighting other mutants. There's nothing to say he couldn't be doing that. But it's just, I don't know. I, I, I have to see how it's executed. So I have an, I'll leave an open mind. I'll have, try to have an open mind for that. And um, But yeah, otherwise, I mean, I'm glad they're talking about Wolverine. You know, if this is true. So um, so I think that's good news. Donald Pierce was a, was a name that you were looking for. So yeah, Pierce. Dr. Pierce, yeah. <laughs> Guy in the lab. Um, the whole. What about what about you, Kendall? Um, I think this is re- I think this is a really good idea. Um, I think it's a really good idea on a couple of different levels, and not in terms of like, I, I got to see how it is how it's executed, and all this stuff can be messed up. I mean, you know, we thought the idea of a Wolverine movie sounded cool until the first one, and we we're like, they messed it up. So, so all right. stuff can be messed up. But, um, yeah, I mean. If you're t- if you're telling me, because we've said from the jump that in this new version of the X Men we don't want Wolverine to be the guy, you know we we like we're we're fine with Wolverine being a part of the crew, but there shouldn't be Wolverine in the X Men like we got with the original X Men movies um, with Jackman, especially uh, X Men two three. Um, and Days Future Past, you could argue as well. But uh, you know, it was very it was, it was an X Men movie. They were X Men movies told from Wolverine's point of view. Um, that's not necessarily what we want to see. Um, at least that's certainly from my perspective. And if you told me that there had been some speculation that this that these these initial X Men movies would be a little bit like first class, and that Wolverine won't be, um, you know, that he won't be a part of the X Men. So if you told me you wanted to use the the X Men, but you but you but you didn't want to put Wolverine as a part of the X Men, but you still want to use Wolverine as well. Like, what better way to do it than do a Disney Plus anthology where you are still following Wolverine and you're giving him that shine that he deserves because he's still, regardless of whether or not we think he should be the main, he's one of the biggest X-Men. Marvel characters. Yeah, he's one of the yeah. biggest characters in the in the in the in Marvel as part of Marvel's catalog, and. You know, and he's one of the better characters. You know, like yes. we we don't want we don't we don't want Wolverine to be benched just because we we've got fatigue from Hugh Jackman. Like I still want to see yeah. more Wolverine stories. I still want to see uh, Kevin Feige and Marvel take you know their perspective on Wolverine. So maybe this could be that way of doing that. But also, let's say what I would do is, I mean, at least my initial plan, my initial thought was like, yeah, I still want to see Wolverine. I just don't want him to be the guy. So, I, I mean, you can still put him in movies. And what if he is more of a side character? Or they, even side character might be, you know, shafting him a little bit. He's not the, the main character. He's not the leader of the X-Men or anything. But we have that. And then we have this show as well. So now, you know, it's kind of like what we've gotten from Falcon and Winter Soldier, where Falcon isn't the main guy in the Avengers movies. But then you've got this show. Or... Mm-hmm. um. You know, like we're probably gonna get with Hawkeye, where Hawkeye is not the main Avenger, but now we've got a Hawkeye series. Like that—that's what I'm—that's what I'm envisioning when I hear we're getting a Wolverine anthology. And then the idea of the of what the show is proposing in terms of the, you know, the idea that we're gonna go through time. I mean, I think that's—I think that's a—that's a good concept. Um, you know, you do a season where it's kind of the the whole Weapon X storyline. You could do a season where yeah, that's that's the word where the first season would be Weapon X, right? You do a season of him in Imperial Japan or in Japan in general. You do a season of him, you know, in World War Two. Like, 
there's plenty of different storylines that you can tell. Um, you know, if you do a season of World War Two, does Chris Evans show up? You know, like uh, does Isaiah Bradley show up? Does Isaiah Bradley show up? Is something we talked about in our in our uh, YouTube video. I mean, yeah, that's that that's all. You know, a an interesting. So and it's all these are all interesting possibilities. I think for this Wolverine show, uh, if it, if it's a thing, do I think it's a thing? I mean, it's. It, it's possible. Like it doesn't. It's not anything that I couldn't have told you last week, you know, or two weeks ago. What would you do, with Wolverine? What do you think they're gonna do? Uh, I mean, they may not want to do a movie, so they may just do a Disney Plus series, Wolverine. You know, like that. It doesn't sound like yeah. that far fetched. Like if you told me, like, oh, they're gonna, you know, do an Iceman Disney Plus series, I would say, oh, I don't know about that. Or <laughs> couldn't have told you that was gonna happen. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Wolverine. This, this seems to make sense. I mean, you know, it's funny. One of the things I feel like I talked. Uh, I hear a lot when I'm talking to people about what Marvel is doing because people know we we do this podcast and people know that I'm super into what Marvel's, uh, you know, what, what they're what's happening over there and what they're kind of cooking up. So people, one of the things I get all the time is people ask, you know, well, do I have to watch these Marvel shows? Like, do I have to watch WandaVision or should I watch WandaVision or should I watch The Falcon and Winter Soldier? And I mean, you know, I tell them the same thing. It's as I say, look, I mean, I think that these shows have been really good. Marvel says that you should watch them because they connect to the movies. How we don't know because we don't we we haven't watched any movies since the pandemic. Um, but they're saying that it's important. So I would say that if you want to follow the Marvel story, then they're important. I would just watch them because they're good. Like it's I don't know how much time you got in your hands, but like it's enjoyable television. It's not a lot. It's you know six hours of TV, which is you know for most shows. You know we will talk about Batwoman later. You know you're talking about a 21 hour commitment to watch a whole season. So, with that being said, if there's any, you don't, like, you know, Sean Kendall had the question about how do you make sure, you know, people know, uh, you know, Shang-Chi is a Marvel property. Like, you tell people Wolverine's doing a show on Disney+, Plus, there ain't no question mark about, should I watch this? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I, no one would ever ask me that. I, I got questions about that for both WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier a bunch. I'll never get that question from people asking me, should I watch the Wolverine show? It's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's Wolverine. I mean, he's as big a character as you can get, and you know, Marvel, particularly Disney, is you know, super committed, obviously, to making people buy that app and to download that app and to continue to subscribe. So, you really want to make sure people keep keep uh keep renewing that nine ninety nine, whatever the hell that price is. Put on some legacy characters that have some real clout, and Wolverine is as recognizable as it comes when it comes to Marvel characters. I mean, he's on the Mount Rushmore when it comes to most popular Marvel characters. So if you want to do that, it makes sense. Cause I honestly feel like in, in many ways, I think Wolverine's story, because he's so, he's kind of a complex figure and kind of seeing him go through his trauma and go through his, uh, his story, his journeys, whether it be in Japan or whether it be with weapon X, um, whether it be just, you know, doing stuff in Canada or whatever he's doing, uh, or really early in his life, like they're all really emotional stories that, you no know, can be told, of course, in a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour movie. But to let those stories kind of breathe a little more and kind of letting, them, letting the kind of the, 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 the story kind of slowly build, kind of like how Logan did, I think he's very... Con- I think his, his character is very conducive to a, a series, to a multiple-season show. I think he's... As, engaging enough in terms of just being like an engaging character to follow 
And I think that, you know, to me, the best Will Logan stories are the ones that kind of slowed him down, not just throw him in the middle of just like crazy action. So I think that it makes sense. And then when Kendall points out the idea that maybe you don't want him to be on the X-Men immediately, I like that because if you're able to bring Wolverine in, because the one thing about Wolverine, like when Wolverine joined the X-Men, I mean, it was a, a it was a seismic shift in the team. Like here's this guy who's not afraid to kill people, who doesn't follow orders, who hates Cyclops. Like it was a it was a it was a massive ripple effect when he joins the team. And like you know, one thing I love about the X-Men anime series is that you know it kind of it kind of like um it kind of shows that there's like Wolverine's like kind of new to the team. Like he's probably been there for like maybe two years or so. So you still like they still play on a lot of that friction. But like obviously we didn't see him first join the team. Like this would be the first time we really see that friction truly play out. Like the way the X-Men movies work, he almost wasn't really an X-Men. It was very weird. It's like he'd just show up whenever he wanted. He was like a, a mercenary almost. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. to actually see him go through all the stuff he'll go through in a series and then show have this character with all this damage show up on the X-Men's porch after we watched one or two X-Men movies or maybe multiple X-Men projects and we know how those characters are about and how he changes them. That would be way more engaging and interesting than him just being there from day one and him just smoking cigars and telling Cyclops to F off. Like, that's... It, it, I mean, it's always going to be engaging. It's always going to be funny. But if you, you're able to layer that with way more development and backstory... Think about how much we've learned about Sam Wilson in this uh, Falcon Winter Soldier show. Think how much we learned about Wanda in WandaVision. Like, so when those characters make these appearances in future movies, we know Wanda will be in Doctor Strange. Like, that, it's gonna be, everything she does in that show is gonna be super layered because we've seen this incredible journey she's been on since the last project we saw her in. Imagine a Wolverine character having that kind of uh, development and backstory before joining the X Men. You could do a whole season of him with Alpha Flight, like yeah, exactly. You know, and have that be a story. You know, I mean, Wolverine's got- and all those and all those experiences shape him in such major ways. Right, like they're so important to why he has this very. He Wolverine's almost like the Ron Burgundy of like not Ron Burgundy, uh, the Ron Swanson of like the X Men. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like. He's like he's already funny as he is, but when you learn why he is how he is, like it's it's even more telling. You learn more about him, so you're able to do that work in a separate series. Great. I don't need him to be in the X Men in the first movie or the second movie. Like that doesn't have to happen. And there's so I mean, look, I think there should be multiple X Men Disney Plus series because there's so many different. I agree with that too. X Men stories, X Men villains, like. I don't think they should all be in the movies, like, you know, or you obviously you can't do them all in the movies. Um, and I don't think they should all be, like, shoehorned into a Wolverine series, because that seems kind of like, all right, now Wolverine was doing all this. Like, yeah, there were times where he settled down or he had a normal life. Like, he wasn't just, all right, now I'm fighting Mr. Sinister. <laughs> but, right. you know, you may want to do, like, if you have two or three X-Men, you know, properties, like you said, you have a movie series, you have a Wolverine series, maybe you do a Magneto series. If you don't do a Magneto series, maybe you do, um, I don't know, the Hellfire Club. Like, I don't know. There's plenty of different things you could do where then you, now you can space out all the different mutants that we have and have some of them show up there, have some of them show up in this one, and have some, some of them show up in, in a third or fourth property. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, they could really space it out. They can do a lot with Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And you could, um, you could make the X-Men like the MC, like, like the Avengers, where, like, yep. 
each. I'm not saying I want a movie for every X Man, but mm-hmm. like the Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, I don't need a Cyclops movie, but like if you do, if you have a Disney Plus series for some of the actual X Men that we've seen, yeah. and where you or haven't fleshed them out, like Gambit could be a part of the X Men, but then he has his own series. Yeah, and you can do things with people that aren't even X Men. That, but that are in that that kind of X Men yeah. world. So I mean, yeah, there's a ton that you can do with Disney Plus. But you know, I still show some some skepticism just with them having made that decision now. You know, I right. think they, I think when it comes to things being in development, I think they're probably still in very early talks. That that would be yeah. my that would be my guess for that. And I can see that. I can, I can see this being an early. Um, a very early thing that's that's a preliminary. Do I do I buy? I mean, I buy that they they want to they want to go this route. I don't know if it's a slam dunk or anything like that. I think it's probably a little too early, but I buy it, it, that this is what they want to do because I think it makes sense. Like, I think that it's, it's, do we think that it's the best? It's the best route at this point. What what are we gonna do with Wolverine? I feel like yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, they had to have had just because it's so much. Yeah, better. once they establish how once as soon as you establish the story of. Like to me, I think a Wolverine project will probably be the first thing that we get um, after we establish like how mutants come about. Because I think that they, in many ways, you know, obviously we know Apocalypse is the, is like the first mutant, but I think in many ways he'll like Wolverine will be the first mutant like known to man. You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, however they do it. So I think once you figure out that, I think the first thing is all right. Well, how do we do Wolverine? And he's Wolverine again. He's the most popular mutant he's the most recognizable mutant so right. starting your work with i mean what a you do with him, series is what, it makes sense is what we talked about like when we talked about i mean it's it's different because he's not a bad guy but it's what we talked about when we talked about how vandal savage could be like an epic like character in his own right yeah like you could do a vandal savage movie or a vandal savage series and that'd be like incredible Killer, yeah, yeah, it could be, mm-hmm. it could be incredible. It could be, be a villain series, but like, so was Joker, and that was great as a movie. But like, like, imagine that's what a Wolverine series could be. He's he's the Vandal Savage of Marvel in that sense. Yes, he is. Yeah. You know, and if you right. if you if you approach him like that, you could tell some really crazy stories, and it doesn't even have to be like littered with X Men characters. Like, it could be just historical fiction. You know, like, oh, Wolverine yeah. was, you know, with. Like I don't know, he was, he was fighting. I don't know some Joe Schmo in the eighteen hundreds, or say he's fighting mm-hmm. the Civil War for all we know. Like I don't know. So those are all the. Uh, I feel like there's, a, there's a ton of crazy different stories that they could tell with uh, with Wolverine, um, and a bunch of different Marvel characters that may not even be X Men characters that we haven't seen yet that they may say this character would be good to interact with Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally uh, agree with all that, Kendall. So, um, so it'd be fascinating to see if this does come about, and if they, if 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 they are going to go this route, um, what does that mean for the X Men and how they get introduced as a team moving forward? But uh, let's move on and let's talk about a story that was confirmed by the Rap that got the uh, word from Michael Keaton's talent agency, ICM Partners, that the Academy Award nominated actor will be appearing in. Andy Muschietti's The Flash as Bruce Wayne, Batman. He has not put on the cape and cowl since 1992 when he played, of course, Batman and Batman Returns. And we know that this story with uh, Ezra Miller playing The Flash will involve some kind of time travel and potentially uh, 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 dimension travel. 
there was some word that uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne would also play a role in this, that perhaps there'd be two Batman in this, but we know that Keaton is probably supposed to have the second billing in this movie playing the Batman alongside the Flash. So, Kendall, now that we know that it's a it's a it's a done deal that Keaton will be on this series, that they uh they posted the the new logo this past week, um, and production probably got underway or is about to get underway this week if it hasn't already. Now that it's confirmed, are you a thumbs up on Michael Keaton's Batman being in this film? Uh. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. I mean, uh, it's not from what we've what we've been told. It's not Flashpoint. It's just a, it's just a Flash. It's just a Flash movie. We'll see what that means. Um, but ultimately, I, I think that that's going to be uh, could be an interesting could be an interesting story. Um, it, given the the Flash that we saw in in Zack Snyder's Justice League, I mean, you know, I'm excited to see Ezra Miller again. I liked. I like that Ezra Miller flash. Um, but, you know, to me, like, seeing him with Michael Keaton, that's going to be... I mean, it's going to be... It's, it's really hard to even predict what that's going to be like because, like, you know, that was so... First of all, so long ago. <laughs> you know, like, that we got those movies for him to be playing the same character. Like, I, that was, I mean, it's going to be such an interesting case study, even more so than, like, a viewing experience as a fan. It's just going to be, like... what. You know, it's very rare that you have characters that are brought back like that. You know, it happens sometimes in, in, in Hollywood where you have a character that hasn't been on screen for over 20 years. But um, this is, you know, it's unprecedented in the superhero space. So, yeah, this, this, this should be uh, certainly interesting uh, to see. Yeah, I mean, I just pulled up a picture of Michael Keaton's Batman. I'm showing to Kendall right now. <laughs> I mean, it'll be very interesting seeing that Batman. In, allegedly, yeah. Um, or I mean, I guess confirmed, but still <laughs> allegedly to me. Uh, in this Flash movie, I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty crazy. Uh, Smart don't want to buy nothing. Smart don't want to buy nothing until he sees you know Michael Keaton himself in the bat suit. I want to see him you know, in the suit. Till he, till he sees a Kevin Feige announcement that Wolverine <laughs> series is happening on Disney Plus 2023. Shamari don't until that is still allegedly it's still question marks. Oh, oh, yeah. A lot of question marks around this stuff, man. All these, a lot of these stories. One second, one thing going on. The Nexus can't ask, ask, uh, you know, ask Obi Wan, which that was like a role. I was gonna say, ask a lot of Star Wars fans. They, they know the pain yeah, of that. A lot of, yeah, oh, it's oh, it's coming, and then so oh, actually, no, that I'm was still not waiting true. for Ryan Johnson movies. Still, still dying. Well, I mean, we don't know. What, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, mean, I, I still think there's a chance for that, but I know you're, I know you're awesome. But um, but yeah, I mean, I. Um, I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be really interesting to see to see Michael Keaton's Batman after all these years. You know, I have to like rewatch those movies. I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen him playing Batman in in a very long time. No disrespect to anyone that loves those movies. And, but um, but yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. Michael Keaton did a great job as Vulture. That was the last big role I saw uh, Michael Keaton in. So yes, um, I mean he I thought he did a wonderful job. I thought he I thought he was one of the highlights of the movie. So definitely. So I, I definitely think he can reprise his role as Batman and, and do a good job there. Um, Ezra Miller, I mean, look, at this point, it is what it is. I've, I've said my piece about Ezra Miller being the Flash. It's like, he's going to be the Flash. It is what it is. But um, I did enjoy his character, particularly in this most recent Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, hopefully, Muschietti can can take things from that from that version of the Flash. 
and kind of put that into his movie. And this will be, um, you know, kind of better than what we got in the original, in the Whedon cut, so to speak. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess overall I'm looking forward to it. I, I think, um, you know, I think this this movie is going to be crazy. Um, did, they, did they deny the Jeffrey Dean Morgan thing? Is, yeah. Is that... Well, I don't know if they denied that, but there hasn't been any smoke about that. No while. smoke about that? I'm, <laughs> no. Still, I'm still waiting for that to drop. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, are we going to get that? You yeah. know Ben Affleck's going to be in it. Well, Michael Keaton. Do we know Ben Affleck's going to be in it? I thought we didn't. We, we thought they, he was going to be in it. Didn't they say that? Uh, the they, word was that he was going to be in it, but we haven't heard it. They didn't say that during the They always talk about that before fandom, and they showed the, the concept art yeah. of him with Ben That had the Keaton. Man. Yeah. But... But like they, they never confirmed that, no. Or maybe they did, but if they did, they, they maybe they say he was gonna cameo or something. But like, yeah, I think they said he was gonna cameo. I, or, I feel like they said something like that. You know, know. I mean, even they, they, I'm not assuming that we're supposed to see Ben Affleck back. That's why. Yeah, I mean the fact that it's been so quiet on that front, I, it makes me think that you, no one probably should assume that Ben Affleck's gonna. Yeah, show he may show. The word, the word is that he's supposed to be in the movie, but the what people's focus has been on for the last several months has been the deal with. Keaton, so right. we may get a scene so, similar to what we got in Suicide Squad, where like, oh, yeah. with Ben Affleck, and it's like, all right, you know. But I mean, if that happens, I mean, cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, when it, when the story first dropped that they were gonna do multiple Batman, the idea was this was gonna be Bruce, like you know, this Ben Affleck swan song, and then, right? You know, perhaps he be killed off in this film. Um, but we haven't seen <laughs> him really that involved. Now. <laughs> yeah, I'm off. Oh, yeah, you killed him off now. You, they, yo, the people will be pulling up to Warner, Warner, uh, Warner, Warner Media Studios in Los Angeles. Like it, it would be, oh, got to be crazy. So, so which may maybe why we haven't heard much on that front about whether or not they're, they're still uh, gonna do any, they're going uh, anywhere near that route. So, but in terms of Keaton, I mean, you know, like I, I want, I gotta see, I gotta see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we don't know really yet what this is gonna look like. Still, um, you know the little concept art we've seen for now for the past since Fandom, you know, shows him in the suit next to the Flash, but it's really not much more else for me to really comment on other than that. Uh, Michael Keaton is a great, he's a great Batman, he's a great Bruce Wayne. He hasn't played the role in a long time, but you know, me growing up as a kid, I mean, he was him and Conroy were Batman. I mean, there was no one else. You know, definitely not Clooney or Val Kilmore or anybody like that, you know, they, they were the Batman. So he, we know he could play that role. It would be funny to see, like, you know, that, like, you know, Keaton was great, but, like, those movies were more campy. So seeing, like, that campy style mixed with, like, whatever they're going to try to do with The Flash could be fun. Um, but it's just one of those things you're going to have to kind of see to believe. I, I like the idea of, you know, all these properties and all these works that have happened through the DC universe being kind of all part of the DC universe that they're not just, you know, something that just happened that's not never canon. We don't think about it. Like the fact that he's even a part of the canon is gonna be really dope. But I still would like to see at least um how they're gonna play this out. Is he gonna be like Batman from nineteen eighty nine? Like were we supposed to just assume that they're gonna DJ DH his face and he's that guy or is he an advanced age Batman? Like we don't know that question yet. So until we get those answers I kinda of withhold judgment a little bit. But Keaton's great, and I'm happy to see him in the role because we know he's a great actor. I agree with Sham; he was excellent in Spider-Man: Homecoming, and we know what he can do with Bruce Wayne. So I think it's uh, I think it's cool news. We just gotta see how they're gonna execute, as we said earlier in the show. 
But um, last story of the day before we talk about Batwoman real quick. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse announces its new directors I, for the film. EG, before, the cut, before I cut you off, I just wanted to build another story that we didn't we didn't mention um, that is related to Spider-Man. But uh, did you guys hear what uh, Alfred Molina was saying about how he's in the movie? His, his, oh, yeah, that was crazy. They do Vanity Fair. Um, yeah, 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 he did a, Alfred Molina did a, a, a story, uh, interview with Vanity Fair, where he pretty much said what, how he appears yeah. in this movie. Um, I don't know, should we even talk about it? <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, so you guys would be, uh, you guys would be breaking that to me, though, Kenna, I know, Kenna, you told me about that, I feel like you told me, you told yeah. me about but, um, but yeah, I, I didn't see it, but, um. I mean, all I'll say, I guess, is that he he tells you like where, like how his character comes into play in this movie, where his character has been, like where they leave off, and how and like in where they're picking up his character from. Right. It was shocking to everybody because I mean, and I'll be honest, I don't, I didn't think it was the craziest spoiler. Some people are like, like this is like crazy. I mean, I, I think that there could have been a worse spoiler than what he gave. Right. Whatever you, but whatever it, you assume is gonna, it's what I would have assumed, honestly. But right. you know, I probably would have assumed what he said too. It wasn't like it wasn't the most shocking thing. But what this illustrated to me, Kendall, was they need to drop a trailer. Like they need to stop messing around. Yeah. Like we, it, and like I feel this, like the jig is up. Like. The jig and the jig is certainly up now. Like if it wasn't up two weeks ago, like the jig is up now. Um, no, at this point, like McGuire's in it. You know, we we assume they haven't told us McGuire's in it. But if if Alfred Molina, Doc Ock's in it, they've you know he claims they they're gonna de-age him. You know, if that's yes, the case, he did say that. Yeah. You know, which I mean, again, I it. doesn't take a <laughs> you know you would assume <laughs> you know you assume they're gonna de-age him, but like. You know, and it's funny you talked about the interview, like, you know, look, I mean, they told me I was coming back. Like, I was like, look, I'm not in the same shape, you know, like, I don't know if I can do it. But they was like, well, look, the, the, the tentacles do all the work anyway. So, <laughs> but it doesn't really matter. You got a coat, you know, put him in a giant coat, you know, wrong. give him the tentacles or whatever. Just get on this wire. And... So, the it's question... not, and it's not like, it's not like, you know, Doc Ock was a body guy anyway. I mean, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. anybody who probably get away with, uh, you know, being a little out of shape is probably Doc Ock. Is <laughs> when Doc Ock and we didn't even talk about this. This is something we could have talked about when they said he was coming back. But like when Doc Ock was brought back, or when he was well, like at the end of the Spider-Man movie, like he was quote unquote redeemed. Like how do you, if you bring him back, like how do you make him the villain? Do you just assume that all right, the tentacles now are back online and they're they're making him go crazy again? Like is that is that a good story? Like. Is, or is it just a is just a vehicle to so that we can get our fan service Sinister Six going? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so these are all interesting questions. I mean, you know, I'm glad he's back. I feel like we kind of knew he was back. Yeah, they they, they told us. Or you know, the, the trade they told us he was back. Yeah, we all we all kind of knew. Uh, I should still go back to Jamie Foxx. I mean, he confirmed. He confirmed. We know this. What this is what they're doing. <laughs> we knew this is what they were doing. Yeah. He confirmed it. Yeah. It was removed, but it was too late. Yeah. So now we knew. We know this is what they're doing. McGuire's in it, uh, you know, the other one's probably in it. Yeah, we've had now two actors who weren't really, probably weren't supposed to say anything. Yeah, probably not. But now you know, told like, us. Oh, yeah, yeah, Someone right. forgot to, to send him the, the NDA or whatever. You know, but you know what it so, is, EJ? It's like EJ said, Sony. Once Sony's right. involved, this stuff doesn't happen with Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 
Marvel. Disney. Sony's like, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, they probably so, encourage these guys to say this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So 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 yeah. I mean, we got we got Doc Ock. McGuire is basically confirmed, and Garfield's basically confirmed, and uh, you know, assumed at the very least. The bare minimum. Maguire is probably confirmed. We've been hearing that Maguire is on set. Yeah, or that. Garfield was. Or that was Garfield. Oh, that was Garfield. Yeah, okay, was so Garfield. So they're the, in my in my double. opinion, they're yeah. both basically confirmed. So I just don't the, think you can do Molina's in it and Garfield's in it. So then, why are we waiting? So then, what are we waiting for? I mean, why why are we at this point now? Yeah. Well, we're in April. The movie comes out in December. We've seen nothing. No footage. We saw a couple pictures. Um, we know the title of the movie, but we've seen no trailer, no footage, no confirmation of. Uh, we haven't seen, we haven't even heard from Marvel that Alfred Molina and J and Jamie Foxx are in the movie. No, it means I think is oh picture the we know Benedict Cumberbatch is in the movie, which we think we they I think they've confirmed. But Did like, they confirm that? I don't even remember that. Either they, either they didn't confirm that, like, but I mean the trades have said that he's in the movie. It looks like the same thing saying Torum. So like they're not. I don't think they're trying to hide that part of the movie, but there's there's probably so much more to it. Doctor Strange is done filming as far as from what I've from what I understand. I thought so. So I do wonder if that plays a any role in this at all. Mm. You know, why we haven't heard anything? I I mean, you know I don't see why it would. It's coming mm, out after this movie. The multiverse, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's coming out as a movie. So yeah, so what difference does it make? Yeah. Unless there's something, unless they want to market something with Doctor Strange with that movie, or I don't know. I don't know what it could be. But um, is there a spoiler? To me, it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I mean, like yeah, the title. We were debating the title, like, oh, maybe there's a WandaVision thing. And then they, they, they just waited. And there was nothing, there was nothing there. They just, they just waited for no reason. I feel like it was probably the same thing with, with this trailer. Um, they're just waiting for the right time to drop it. I mean, we just got Shang-Chi. You know, this comes out at, way after that. We still have to see the Eternals from a Marvel perspective. Um, Sony doesn't I mean, care. by the way, the, the fact that we got Shang-Chi this late is also ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. September movie, we're getting the first trailer in April. I mean, this, this is all ridiculous. We used to get trailers for movies a year before. Yeah, I know it's a pandemic, but I mean, come on, like Spider Man, we yeah. we we don't know anything other than technically in terms of confirmed info. We don't know anything except the title, and that Tom Holland and Zendaya and uh and, and Jacob is in the movie. Yeah, that's, that's Jacob Adlon. That's all we know. Like, I mean, come on, this is like getting a little ridiculous, and they've let the rumors go crazy. And I, I, I mean, I just don't know what you're waiting for. Like, what? Whenever you roll out, whatever you roll out, it's going to be massive. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the talk of the week, maybe even. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, what? Like at this point, what purpose does it serve? So now you got Melina telling people, "This is what we're doing with my character." You got, you know, like, like this is what happens when you kind of like unnecessarily sit what's on our, information. What's really quick? Mm-hmm. Do like do we? What's our guess on what the Sinister Six is? If we have any guess. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. Uh, wait, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't really like, have any. Like, we've got Doc Ock. We know we got Doc Ock. We know we got Jamie Foxx. Like, I mean, do we think Vulture is coming back? 
Vulture, yeah. the the other dude. Um, yeah, Vulture, Vulture basically said, "I'm gonna see you in traffic." So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll Vulture, see him again. yeah. So Vulture, right. the other dude, what the in prison was his name? Scorpion. 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 You got. Shot. I'm not sure if we're gonna get Scorpion, yet. but I mean, we've seen him multiple times. We've so seen him. A, we've, yeah. seen him too, we've seen him too much. I think not to. So not I mean, you got Shocker. I don't think we're getting Shocker. You don't think we're getting Shocker? Yeah. That'd be kind of lame. Like you're telling me that like <laughs> Scorpion and Shocker, it's like. Uh, like, if we're doing, like, the multiverse thing. We're doing the multiverse thing. We're getting... I, there's a chance we get Scorpion. We just haven't seen him be Scorpion yet, so that's the problem for me. But you're right. It could be Scorpion. I think we're going to get two of each. That's my guess. I think we're going to get two Maguire, two Garfield. So you think, you think Lizard is possible? I think Lizard is possible. Oh, I think Lizard... I think... Whatchamacallit? Defoe is going to be back. And then I think two of Holland's people. So uh, maybe it's Mysterio and, and Vulture. Maybe it's Mysterio and Scorpion. Maybe it's Vulture and Scorpion. Vulture and Scorpion makes the most sense. But um, that's my guess. There also is a Rhino in the... In uh, the Paul Giamatti? In the Garfield. I mean, as terrible yeah. as it was. It was there's, a Gar, there's a Rhino in the Garfield yeah. movies. Which, I mean, what we've heard from Jamie Foxx is that like, he's not going to look the same. Right. You know, so like as ridiculous that Rhino looked, using some ridiculous me- mechanical machine thing, like they could change him up and make him more like. I mean, I Rhino. wouldn't be surprised if somehow maybe like like you know Doc Ock is the one that like makes him not blue. Like they right. both somehow run into each other, and realize, hey man, we're not from this universe, but we still hate Spider Man or whatever, and you know. Doc Ock, maybe, you know, he's a genius. So he could be like, hey, I, I, I think I can fix your condition and make you even more powerful or more potent. I, I don't know how you can be more potent than the last Electro, but that's another story. Um, but, you know, I could, I, could, I could make you at least more, you know, uh, more normal, so to speak. And this movie could, can be possible. Like, even that, if you're, if you're telling me there's even any interaction between those two, like, I, know. Like, I mean, I think there's going to be. Probably the super movie we've ever seen. Yeah, man. I mean, Tom yeah, Holland has said that, that he that he's basically said that that this is gonna be this yeah. is as big a movie as they've ever done, especially for like a, you know a quote unquote solo movie, not like you know an Avengers movie right. or something like that. And I think that with what they're talking about, I mean this this almost rivals an Avengers movie with how big it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a it's a obviously a massive project. Um, thank you, Kenneth, for reminding me of that story about Molina. But I do quickly want to just mention the. Uh, the new directors for the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie. So, uh, Joaquin Dos Santos from Legend of Korra and Voltron Legend Defender, Oscar nominee Kent Powers, who directed Soul, and Justin K. Thompson will be directing the uh, the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So this is kind of like a dream team they pretty much put together in a joint statement. The team said, quote, the crew behind the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse set such a ridiculously high bar, and we're humbled to take on the challenge of charting the next chapter in uh, the story of Miles Morales. So um, we expect, obviously, a Shmeek Moore to, to return, Haley Steinfeld to return as Miles and Gwen Stacy. We'll see about the rest of the cast. But uh, this show, this movie, of course, was directed last time by, by Peter Ramsey. Um, he's not going to be uh, directing this one, but he will be uh, an executive producer on this project. I'll be honest, I was like, I mean, look, the talent level of these directors is through the roof. <laughs> Let me make that clear. Like, 
the projects that all these gentlemen have been a part of are all legendary. So it's hard for me to really complain from that regard. But I, I tend to like continuity when it comes to superhero projects. And I know Justin K. Thompson, you know, worked uh, as a project designer on the first Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. So he, you know, was as in-depth and involved with the project as it comes. You know, when you're a project, a production designer for an animated movie. But, um, but I don't know, I still, I still wouldn't mind have seen Ramsey do a second Spider-Man movie to see how that goes and the rest of his team. But what this tells me, though, is I think that there's a very good chance that this is going to be a very, even though... You know the characters will be the no the same. Most the main characters will be the same. I feel like this may be a very different, very different story. So when we talk about who we may see, like I don't know if we're gonna see some of the uh, character side characters that we saw uh, introduced last time. You know I don't know if Jake Johnson is gonna be in this one, considering he was the last. You know he's Peter B. Parker, who you say they don't introduce a new Parker or something like that. Um, Maybe Oscar Isaac will be more involved this one since he was introduced as Spider-Man 2099. I, I think that this, like, the fact that they're bringing in a new team tells me that they may go in a whole do, new direction and involved, in, involved with dealing with the Spider-Verse. Yeah, and that's that's a little bit, uh, I mean, it's a little nerve-wracking. Only yeah, little I agree. Yeah, you, know, you never want to see that kind of shake-up, but, mm-hmm. you know, give it a chance. Um, you know, this should, I mean, it's a hard formula to mess up. Lord and Miller obviously um, had such a large involvement in the first one, and they'll yep. be back. Uh, yep. So, I, I still, I still suspect this. Still have high expectations for this one. Um, the sequels are hard, man. Sequels are animated sequels are even harder. So, uh, what was the last like animated sequel that was better than the original? Shrek two, maybe. Shrek two, Shrek was, two was def. Uh, I don't know, definitely better, but it was, it was. Yeah, it's man, so hard. Would, Every time you even think, well, it was better, like, oh, man, but Shrek 1. I, Shrek 1 is really good. Shrek 2 had better, had a better villain, better, like, supporting characters. It's just not the original. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And that's I mean, I think, I think you could probably make the case that, like, Toy Story 3 was better than Toy Story 1. Yeah. You, you not make, as, it's not as famous, but I think you could make the case it's a better movie. Right. Like that's, it's a formula, and we've had. I mean, I'm actually looking at this now from screen right, for what it's worth. To quickly go through it, they say Rugrats in Paris is better than Rugrats movie. I agree with that. I agree with that too. Um, Kung Fu Panda two. I never watched any Kung Fu Panda movie, so I, I have no say in this. Mission out, EJ. I people say that. Um, <laughs> uh, they also say Toy Story four. They think was better too. I didn't watch Toy Story four. Yeah. I heard that was kind of like I don't say it was whack, but I think that like. I don't. I don't think that that's like a that's a hot take. I think I don't think that's something yeah. I believes. Um, I say Dawn of the Dinosaurs. I never watched that. Finding Dory. I thought I heard Finding Dory was whack. Am I tripping? I heard oh. that too. I haven't I actually haven't heard that. I, I heard I, that. I feel like that's what I heard. This, like that's not like that sounds like blasphemy to me. They say that Finding Dory is better than Finding Nemo. Like I gotta watch it. Obviously, I can't. I don't know. I'm not one of the people who just says stuff and not doesn't watch. I'm saying I heard that it was whack. So them saying that it was better sounds crazy. Um, Lego Batman movie was better than the Lego movie. Some of these like aren't even sequels to me. Like I, know, mean, I don't think that was really sequel. Like, like that doesn't that doesn't. There was another one you mentioned where I was like I don't know if that's a sequel, but right. um, oh. like Rugrats, like Rugrats and Rugrats in, in Paris. I'm like I mean, 
Is it a direct sequel to the to the, to the first one? Yeah, Rugrats. Is, yeah, I, that's kind of a fair one. Like, I feel like Rugrats in Paris is not really a sequel per se. Like, it's, it's, in, it's a movie. Like, I mean, it's right. A movie. It's, it's, a, it's like it's more of a continuation of the series that you're yeah, watching on TV. Yeah, sure. Um, um, that that like reflected the, the direction of the other movie. An extremely goofy movie is better than a goofy movie. But well, Kendall, that's a super. I've told I told a lot of people about that, and that's a super hot take that a lot of people don't agree with. Yeah, I, I mean, agree I, with you. I mean, I agree with it personally. Yeah. We all agree with it. Extremely good movies. We all love like the yeah, famous sports and stuff. So that helps. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a favorite in the Stewart household. So there's right. no one like we all gonna agree, and we're all brothers. So we all think the same. Yeah. But every time I tell people that, they just they want to fight me. They think I'm crazy. Monster University. You guys, I don't know if you guys have seen that one. That that's another one that I really enjoyed. Monster University. I didn't, I, but I I don't know if I really watched Monsters Inc. Though to be fair, I don't really, I don't really think that much. So. You don't like Monsters Inc. Not really. Until I saw Monster University, I liked it better. <laughs> I loved. I really, I really loved Monster University. That's another hot take, though. It's not a, it's not a typical one. But like as you can see, like there's. It's by the way, Shrek two, and Shrek two, and Toy Story three, three with the round up list. By the way, there, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot more bad. Almost every animated, every almost every good animated movie, which there's hundreds, has had a sequel, and like most yeah, of them are yeah, most of them are bad. Yeah, there's a lot of bad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, shift, shifting us back into Spider Verse. Right. Um, I am not worried about this this at all. Uh, I, I see how this can can worry some. Um, they got some really talented people directing this movie. They do. People that are probably more talented. No offense to I don't know nothing know very much about Ramsey. No disrespect to Ramsey. <laughs> he did an amazing job with the first one. But I mean, the people they have doing it now. I mean, Soul is one of the best movies I've seen. Period. So Soul is excellent. Soul's a wonderful. To get an Oscar this weekend, better. But it's um, gotta, yeah, it's gotta. But yeah, so so that's so I'm not concerned about this movie. And again, uh, uh, Lord and Miller coming back, I'm I'm sold. I I can't wait. It's a day one. I'm definitely seeing that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like, I have trust because. Lord and Miller are involved, and they know what they're looking for. And I think, again, they they grabbed like some heavy hitters when it comes to modern day animation. So it's hard for me. And then again, Justin K. Thompson, who was so heavily involved with the first one, him being on there certainly helps. It is kind of a weird decision for me to in the to, to literally say we're going to just take three different directors now after we had three different directors of the last movie. You would think that if you had to see what I was so successful, why wouldn't you just continue on with what you're doing, continue with that vision? But to be fair, I mean, who'd say that that directing team didn't have the vision for Spider-Man into Spider-Verse 2? Like, you know, maybe they, they saw this as the movie that they, they were believed in and that it made more sense to have another team do another uh, movie. But, um, but you know, whenever you, you, you mix up a, a, an award-winning superstar team, even if you add more superstars, sometimes it doesn't work out, just like in sports. So it doesn't mean that there isn't some concern there. But um, but uh, there's any, you know, kind of... Um, there's anything to be kind of excited about and kind of feel feel at least a little bit relieved by is when you see, you know, Joaquin Dos Santos, who, you know, Legend of Korra is an incredible show. Uh, and obviously Ken Power and what we saw with Soul. I mean, you know, these guys... Have done some incredible work, so that there is that uh, there is that caveat there when we talk about the concern we have for the show. But let's uh, wrap up the show, guys, talking about uh, where we are with Batwoman. So a lot has happened since we talked about Batwoman. I feel like we haven't talked about Batwoman really since much of the season. 
premiere, or at least maybe a little after that. One of the, the, the key notes, it wasn't necessarily, it hasn't necessarily been featured in the recent episodes, but one of the things that we learned about, and we kind of were on the fence about whether or not we would talk about it as a story. We loved it not to, because we were not, we're not caught up on the episodes. But they've actually casted a Kate Kane that is not Ruby Rose. And that character appear, you know, is somehow, uh, you know, Black Mass has her locked up in some dungeon somewhere wearing some kind of headgear so we can't see her face, which was, you know, ironic, of course. But um, <laughs> but Batwoman has been recast. Uh, forgive me for not remembering the actress's name, but she actually uh, was... Wallace uh, Day. Yes, Wallace Day, who was in, uh, was in Krypton, played a major role in that film. She's the new Kay Kane, but as of right now, everybody thinks Kay Kane is dead because of a report that was given by um, Alfred's niece um, uh, uh, who works with the Crows. A lot has happened, but you basically realize that her memory has been altered, so perhaps that's why the memory of her saying that she went through all these details to know that Kit King was alive, was dead, ended up maybe being falsified. Uh, I guess I'll go to Kendall first. Uh, where, where do you see this show in terms of where it's headed and where it's at right now? Yeah. Um... In terms of some of the things I've liked, um, I really like Jadicia Leslie's Ryan Wilder character. You know, I think she's done a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've done a really good job of weaving her in with the with with Team Batman, <laughs> Batwoman, I should say, with Team Batwoman, uh, Luke Fox. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, overall, I think the overall kind of um, the whole dynamic of the team is it, it works. Um, you know. It, it it almost it's almost kind of weird because like it's almost, it almost works too well considering like you know it was a completely different Batwoman last year, but because um, so it kind of feels like all right so now we not that we've moved on from Kate Kane because that's that's part of the story but like um, you know it's kind of been a seamless transition into the role that Kate Kane played you know you have uh, Sophie's character and and uh, Ruby uh, not Ruby Rose. Um, Ryan, Ryan Wilder have their own kind of thing. Um, you know, I, I to me, it's uh, it's been it's been a it's been a an, an interesting thing to follow. I haven't really been a fan of. I mean, it is what it is. It's not I don't watch these shows for the for for the love interest storyline. You know, it's a CW. They're gonna throw that in there. That is what it is. Um, you know, it's not not my favorite. That's not again. That's not why I watch it, but. Uh, in terms of the, some of the some of the things that I have not been the the biggest fan of, um, you know the what's her name Alice Beth, you know whatever you want to call her, you know I mean I know Shamari has always had a problem with her inclusion in the show honestly, um, and now you throwing in this this random dude Ocean you know into the mix and they were on uh, the island you know <laughs> uh, Shamari calls it Leah and you. Um, <laughs> they were trapped together on Leah and you. I mean, and then you've got the you had this. Uh, what, what do they call it? The the rose, the the devil's desert, rose, devil, that, desert desert rose, or desert rose, desert yeah. rose. Yes, the, the, you have the desert rose, which when she burned the desert rose, I'm like, did they get this straight out of Black Panther? Like she's going to kill monger. Yeah, I was about to say, I was waiting for it to be like burn it all. <laughs> yeah, right, burn it all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, like. That that was that, that all that stuff was kind of yeah you know I'm just you know it feels like Berlanti and that whole crew is just kind of dipping back into the into the Lee and you well 
I just felt like that whole trip to back to the island felt like a major waste of time. Like I yeah. really didn't enjoy that, especially considering where we're at now. Yeah, I feel like they really, I feel like really just wasted time. Like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing developed. The only thing, like we didn't really learn. The only thing we learned was Alice, you know, the hypnotist, uh, you know, that that was kind of like why she is how she is is because of the hypnotist. What I think is is an interesting development in her character because we talked about how off off her rocker she is and how it doesn't make any sense. Right. It, I kind of did like a little bit of that retcon. I don't know if that was always what they planned, but I kind of thought, okay, that makes a little more sense to take away that empathy from her and to make her like this because no one literally is like this. But um, but besides that, I, I just felt like we really didn't we didn't learn anything, and, and nothing really happened. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So so I'm I'm I've I've become the one that just gives a rant on Batman on the show. So I'm, I'm not gonna. I left a know, certain villain, Batman villain for Shamar. To, to, to give the rant, uh, and I'm not gonna give the rant. Honestly, <laughs> oh, man. I don't even I don't even have any more rants in me. You know, <laughs> who's your beef I'm with? Your beef with Sapphire or is your beef with Black Mask? Oh, it's Black Mask. It's it's. You don't like Black Mask? No, he's awful. <laughs> that really? Wow. City mask he's got, and he's like he weighs like 120 pounds. Yo, he's bad. I don't know why what he's is bad this? skinny. He's like 5'10", 120 pounds, trying to talk like. Oh my god, I just I can't. I'm watching this. I'm like, I'm just, just nothing. Just uh, and I'm I'm sorry. Now I'm ranting. <laughs> now I'm already in the rant. Nothing. Nothing is is has got me with this show. Nothing right, has got right, me right. with this show. It's Javicia Leslie's good. Luke's good. Mary's good. Individually as a group. You got it's, also. I'm not as a group. It's okay. I you know um, they they've got the whatchamacallit, call it. Uh, you know, Kane. I don't even remember the name. Jacob Kane. Yeah, Jacob Kane. You got him Jacob shooting Kane. up on this, on this black mask. The J- the J- yeah, the Jacob Kane doing the. Uh... <laughs> Just so he can, he can, yeah, <laughs> devil fight. Like, yeah, dream, dream sequences with Bash. Yeah, I'm just like, it's just like, it's like, why are they torturing him? Like, it's just so yeah. That's why I'm just like, this show is just, it's like a cartoon now. So I can't. You know, it just it is what it is at this point. I I, I don't even really want to rail on the show like this. It's, it's right, not something. Right. You know, or I like I want to rail on a show like this. It's it's just I'm sure some people love it, right? Uh, but it's it's absolutely not for me. The action ain't there for me. It, it kind of never was. I think it's the choreography, whatever they do with the action for this show, it doesn't work. It's not good. It's kind of like you know, ah, it's, it's just it seems slow. Um, you know, it, it just, uh, I mean the, you know, I like the the bat mobile looks cool. Um, and I mean, there's not, there's not much else. I, I don't like <laughs> Alice. Everyone knows I don't like Alice. So right. any storyline that she's just involved in is she is just annoying. The, when, the, whenever she shows any humanity, that's the only part I, I can, I can try to empathize with Alice. But right. outside of that, when she goes all Alice. Yeah. And typically like, when she does show the humanity, then she does something else. It does something. Bring you back to like, like, oh yeah. no, I'm crazy. And it's like, oh, okay. Yo, Alice. <laughs> she got me. Almost got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. All right, so yeah, so it's just, it's like I said, man, it's just not for me, man. Um, you in, in your in your in your so, so. in your I'm not a fan of Batwoman yeah. character. Who's worse, to you? Alice or Jarvis Tetch from God? <laughs> mm. uh, uh, 
I mean, uh, that's a toss-up. You kind of sure. you, you could take either one. Tetch, <laughs> right. I want to say Alice, but Tetch was just Tetch was. <laughs> Tetch was so annoying. He was, he was so there. over the top. He was yeah. so like not in reality that it was yeah, like Tetch, Tetch was just yeah. That was that was too much. <laughs> they did him the Mad Hatter. They did him a little. He was a little too mad <laughs> as a, as a Mad Hatter. He was a little too mad. So, um, but yeah, this this show just it it, it ain't doing it for me. Sophia is kind of ridiculous. The, the love triangles are kind of ridiculous. Um. You what do you know. think of that? What do you think of the Angelique character? <sighs> she she's kind of been thrown into the into the. Uh, I find I, I found I didn't think they did the greatest job. Ocean is like been so removed from the action in Gotham, and yet he's just such an important character. Like I didn't get the connection necessarily between her and Ocean. Like we, I've never seen them. We never seen them work together. Never seen them talk to each other. Right, but yet somehow, like they're the only two who know how to make snake bite, and she doesn't actually really know how to make it. She only knows some of the steps, as she told. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very convenient. Yeah, but it's know. very weird. And like, I guess with Ocean, like he doesn't, he doesn't seem like like the way they like brought, like he, how why is he making like? Does anyone know why he makes snake bite? Like I thought he was supposed to be a good guy. Like, cause like, cause like you can't say, oh, I came to Gotham to make a better life. That's why I bought the Desert Rose. And okay, but then why are now you making drugs to, that are killing people? Is he really like? Maybe I feel like I'm missing something, but I'm like, is he? Did he? Is he? Did he do it under duress, or is he not actually making the drugs? Like, I'm very confused. Yeah, so I I don't know if they've addressed that yet. I feel like they may, I guess, address that at a later time. Um, I'm just, you know, yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm just very. I also, dis- I also need to figure out. I also need to figure out where. Um, like in the last episode, you know, they had the last you know, ingredient in need was fear toxin. Like, who's just mass producing fear toxin in warehouses? <laughs> like, like last time I checked, that was like a, a you know a sick air for specialty. I feel like they kind of did something similar. Well, I don't know. It like, wasn't like, but like, well, what's the name? Alice got hooked up on fear toxin in the basement last season. Like, why do the only, why do old people have fear toxin? Why is it such an easy thing to attain? Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, also we we, we also uh, Zaz, which was ages ago, but they also introduced Zaz in the season. Um, I didn't hate him as much as Black Mask, but I, I didn't love him. Probably definitely not the best Zaz that we've gotten of all the Zazes that we've gotten. Um, I'm not sure that, that we said this before. That's not a sentence that should have even been said. They're yeah, not the yeah, best ads yeah, of all yeah. the asses. <laughs> you got who asked for all the asses? I know. Yeah, I, I know. Kind of was kind of driving you crazy. <laughs> all these asses. and we have all these, the you know, black masks. Yeah, now, now we got like three or four Roman Sionuses out there. Roman black masks. <laughs> I'll know, be honest. Though, I know Shamari. Shamari kind of Shamari buried him. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. Shamari buried him. I have not hated Black Mask. That's me. I haven't. I he has I, not been an issue for me. I think he's been fine. I uh, so it, I think when he's been Roman Sionis, he's been a little cartoonish like to me like roman should be try to be like as like when he's on tv and stuff i think he should try to play down a little bit more but i haven't hated the casting um black mass is like a cartoon character like to me like he has to be kind of ridiculous so i that's why to me like 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 why a character like black mass to me fit in would have fit in a show like gotham like to me he's over the top and i kind of feel like that's why he fits in a show like this because like he is, he's a cartoonist character. So I think the guy is playing the role, kind of how I expect Black Mass to to roll to me. 
slicing people right. in half with you know <laughs> with you know heavy machinery. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't had much of an issue with him. I think um, the I idea of say, being CEO of like some sort of you know pharmaceutical place or some sort of makeup kind of place that you know that makes I think that that, that makes some sense. Yeah, I will say I thought that you know. A lot of these episodes were mad sad. I wasn't crazy about the episode on the island. Um, I also did, I mean, I didn't like how they solved like this whole issue of like, um, of. And I will say, Ryan Wilder has been a really he's been really good. I've enjoyed this character's journey, but I didn't like the whole thing with her and the kryptonite and how they just solved that. Just oh yeah, she's, she's oh the the plant that she's just been growing all these years happens to be the desert rose. Like come on, like that's like again cartoonist kind of stuff. Um. I do think if there was any episode that I really liked out of this group, I thought the um, I thought the time off for good behavior episode was actually probably one of my favorites of this season so far, which was the episode where the the CEO of the prison is like lighting up community centers and getting guys out of prison. Oh I just, yeah, I I just feel like in terms of like telling a story that's like believable and like timely. And like equating it to Gotham, like all, like it just all worked better. Like it worked better to me than like the commissioner getting shot on the, on the steps before you know telling some you know telling off a you know a, a protester about you know Black Lives Matter and defund the police. That sounded that was a little too on the nose for me. Um, that episode was a little better, a little more nuanced, and felt more like an actual. Um, detective story. Like, we haven't really gotten... Like, I know Ryan's not a detective, but I feel like we haven't really gotten that from this show yet, really. That was probably the first time we really saw them try to, like, uncover a mystery in a way that made any kind of sense. The other episode worked. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm the other thing that we... I mean, what do we think about this Kate Kane storyline? We mentioned it. You know, I'm not really looking forward to it, to be honest. I mean, she's kind of, you know, she's got this hush kind of thing going on with no face. You know, he's kind of just, you know, uh, a zombie, not, not a zombie, like a mummy, you know, right now. Yeah. Um, you know, a nameless, faceless kind of thing. Uh, what, like, what's going to happen? I, I, you know, in terms of, I'm, I agree. I'm not looking forward to the initial, to the, to the, not the, to the immediate, you know, kind of, confrontation and the immediate uh re- resolution with Kate Kane's character but in the long term like the casting Wallace Day like what's going to be Kate Kane's role in the series we think is she is she going to be like a recurring like I show up every couple you know times a season is she going to be a series regular who's not Batwoman I also I, personally I, I haven't liked Ryan Wilder doing the I'm I'm doing what Kate Kane did writing the things to Batman now, I'm writing the notes to Gay Kane. It's kind of corny to me. But, I mean, you know. Like, again, certain people might, I, might, I, So, might as crazy cool. as it sounds, I think I think that there's a chance that Ryan Wilder won't be Batwoman. I think there's a chance she won't be Batwoman next season. Oh, man. I'm going that far. I feel like from a, from a marketing standpoint, that'll be controversial. That's my I think there's a way you could make Javicia Leslie's character is something else and it still work. But I just feel oh. like there's there's no there's no reason to 
cast Wild's Day and make this big deal about it and then, like, just have her not be Batwoman. I don't think you can move off of it at this point. Because at that point, why didn't, why did you cast, because my, I would look at Greg Berlanti and, and, you know, and certainly Jeff Johns, <laughs> after what we know of Jeff Johns, but I would look at Greg Berlanti and say, why, why did you tell me that Javicia Leslie was the new Batwoman? Only to then have this whole plan, which has clearly been your plan from the beginning, that you're going to bring Kate Kane back. Why didn't you tell me, oh, we're recasting Kate Kane from the start? Or at least tell me we don't know who Batwoman is. You'll figure it out. You know, but why Why is it this thing of, no, this is the Batwoman until she's not? I mean, I, I, feel think, like- I, mean, I think there's some, there is some, uh, you know, misdirect with that, you know. There's misdirect that helps to the story. Like, nobody expected to see Kate Kane a couple weeks ago. Right, and they have yeah. to supplement it with, "Hey, we actually just, cast someone to be Case Kane." That's yeah. it. That's a slippery you get, slope. You get flashbacks with the Star Wars of me, at least with John Boyega. With John, yeah, I think about that a little bit. The lightsaber on the poster, <laughs> you know, it's getting like, me all excited, like, "Oh!" I go to the theater, right? Like, like, cheering when Ray gets the lightsaber, and I'm just sitting there, like, oh, "Okay, all right." <laughs> I mean, that's cool, I guess. You know, that, that's mean, an interesting I, analogy. You know, it's just. I feel like I think what you're what you're proposing is interesting, but I think it would be the reverse. I think Kate Kane may may turn into something that's not Batwoman, but is she's still in the she's still in the show, but it's a different hero or something along that. Yeah, and, and there's a chance that maybe if it's not Kate Kane next season, maybe it's season four. I think she, Kate Kane will be Batwoman again. That's my feeling. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't even know honestly. I. I I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I have. I barely. Tomorrow, <laughs> like, I got I, nothing for y'all, man. Yeah, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I mean, you know, if she picks up the mantle, it's like, I, I guess I'm very out of it with this show, man. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm really out of it. I can't. <laughs> I have no motivation to make predictions on. It's like that's like asking me, "What do you think? Is, what do you think about Iron Man se- I, I, or Iron Fist season three? Do you think? Do you think Danny Rand is gonna just like? <laughs> I am not gonna watch that. There is, there's no, there is none. There to me, there is none. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I hate to be that harsh, yo. But it's, it's I'm just keeping. I, I keep it a buck. I keep it a buck on New Generation Hero Talk. 100. You know, one I, of the I, points. I keep, I keep it 100 with you guys. Hey, show recaps. You, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. It's the show. Yeah. This show isn't my cup of tea, y'all. Yeah. You know, it is what it is, and and you know that's no knock to the writers. I'm sure they put in a lot of effort. No, not to the, of course, the people that work on the show. They all do a fantastic job. A lot of the effects and stuff, you know, they're better than some of the other stuff that I see. But yeah. it's just, in terms of the the caliber of show that I, you know, look forward to watching that I've seen, especially in recent years with some of the fantastic things we've seen. Watchmen, uh, you know, The Boys for me. I mean, it's uh, shows where it's just like, this is like next level stuff. This is just like the bottom of the barrel. It's really just, it's just not up to par. Um you know, I mean, unless this new Kate Kane is like fantastic, you know. Right. That, I mean, that's that's. I will say that. Like, well, I mean, to, say, to be fair, I mean, you know, the question about what Ryan Wilder were doing. I mean, Ryan Wilder has been great. You know, it's, I think it's, she's it's, been good, and that's it's, it's, that's it's just it's just the show. It's the cast. It's the over. It's the larger show. That's the issue. Yeah, right. Yeah. And which you know, uh, which I mean, she has done a, a good job. Which again goes back to the thing of like, I mean, is she is is this new Kate Kane gonna be Batwoman again? Like, right. do they really 
you know, did they see Ryan Wilder's tape and were they were they like, oh, this isn't what we're looking for? Like, what if she's a good Batwoman? Why would you then get rid of her? <laughs> right, right, right. You know. Now, like, I think from a like, if you ask me, season one, there were there were plenty of issues with Batwoman, mm-hmm. but like, if you told me, like, look, I mean, some of the characters, I'm just, you know, there's not a whole lot of characters in season one that I was like huge fan of, and now season two, you may say, look, I liked I liked Kate Kane to a degree. Um, but you know, then they're getting rid of Kate Kane. It's like now you're replaced with a new girl, and it's like, all right, I liked the new girl. I like the new girl, but what's 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 good to me is that like if you're bringing Kate Kane back to the fold, that's that's another character that we've already liked. Now you've already built up this other character, Ryan Wilder. Having them both be on the show to me is like having two main characters right. now in the show. Like some may say that that. You know, if there enough, you know, if there enough space, if there enough oxygen in the room for the two of them. But like, that woman get? needs all of the pedigree, all of the status, all of the the star power you can get right now. Yeah, you did get Diggle as Green Arrow for like, I don't even know how many episodes. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we, yeah, we did. oh man, don't that, remind yeah. me. Of that. <laughs> I, totally, I, I, I totally forgot about that. I, first, I was like, wait, what are you talking about? I, yeah, jeez. Even even that was to me was more enjoyable than watching this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we probably won't check in from to bat from Batwoman probably till the end of the season, um, based on where we're at right now. But uh, we're there on a not, not really a hiatus. I think they're, they're taking a couple of weeks off, but they'll be back in May. But um, when uh, when the season ends, we might check back in and see what's going on with that show. But that's gonna do it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. I want to thank you guys. Checking us out. Of course, you can catch all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Make sure you check out our final episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier episode recast and reviews that we do on YouTube at New Generation Media. Season finale is this week. I'm really excited. We'll see what we get from that series. Again, make sure you check it out. New Generation Media is where you'll find our episode recaps for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media as a group. You can find us on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, and Facebook, New Generation Media. Uh, follow us individually. You can find Shamari at MC Sham on uh, Instagram and Snapchat. Kendall can be found on Twitter at New Gen Ken. You can find me on uh, Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys again for checking this out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.